Ronin Geek Official Podcast is a proud member of the Fourth Hand Podcast Network. Check out this and many other great shows at fourthhand.com. Well, this this will officially be the beginning of episode 98, and what I'll do is I'll just swap these pieces. <laughs> so then this appears at the beginning before the piece that we did with Bobby Blades from Inhuman Experience Podcast, because with him we did the whole Sekiro, I'm sorry, Sekiro, really? Yeah, really? sure, why not? <laughs> I have a game that you like Ghost, more. Ghost, <laughs> Ghost, Ghost of Sashimi? Yeah, Ghost of Sashimi. Ghost of games not as good as Sekiro, Shadows Die Twice. <laughs> it's, well, it, you know, if you want to go there, that's totally fine. I've, but, I've but never played either of them. <laughs> but you're wrong. Anyway, no, I only say that because Ghost is, like, accessible to me, and Sekiro is not. It's easy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, well, it is relatively easy. It, it's similar to... Sorry, what did you call it, though? Because I, I called it a meme, but oh, I don't think you it's did. it's Ghosts. Of Tsushima. Yeah, okay, good. <laughs> yeah, I, I've been saying Ghost of Tsushima. And yeah, you know if, Tsushima. If, <laughs> yeah, no. So, okay. Well, I, yeah. I explained the story already, I think, on the thing. But I'll explain it really quick so Adam, for Adam's sake. I was sitting at the office, and one of the, the girls that worked there was ordering the game for her husband. Because he wanted it. And so she was calling around, asking people, and she kept fucking up the name. And would constantly say different things. So... Uh, and I would echo back, but like the the first time I heard it, she's like, "Do you guys have like the ghosts of sushi uh, sashimi?" I'm like, "Sushi, my god, this is amazing!" But like she kept doing it. <laughs> the ghost of sushi. Yeah, she kept doing it. Basically. It was like, "Oh my god!" And like she started laughing too. She's like, "I can't fucking say it." I'm like, "I realize that." <laughs> and that's how we got to Ghost of Sushibi, and that's exactly what it's been this entire time. So it just pretty exciting it just sounds like a great title i think people are going to be into it it's all about sushi anyway uh we did a whole piece on that so we won't spend a lot of time on it here all i can say about that is i've, I've played further in and i'm about to the end of the first island now and i'm probably about 20 hours in so it is kind wow. of on pace to be like a 45 hour long game Holy shit. and uh it's quite sweeping quite large and all i can say is i'm glad that uh was it sucker punch Am I wrong about that? Ah. It's Sucker Punch Studios. <laughs> I, I don't have the game yet. I don't have the game yet, and I, I've been staying purposely uh, away man. from the game because I don't want to ruin it. I will get it when it comes out on PC, likely. Yeah. If it comes out on PC. Cause... I still got to play The Witcher 3 or whatever, and I mean, I'm going to push that back because Cyberpunk's going to come out, so I'm just never playing Witcher 3. <laughs> yeah, I'm really glad Sucker Punch beat Ubisoft to the punch with the Japanese theme thematic elements, though. I'm, I'm very excited yeah. about that. I'm, I'm really glad they did because if this had just turned out to be just another assassin's creed game I, I think it would have not been as good well see that's the funny thing now so if assassin's creed does do a japan thing which i'm kind of surprised they haven't yet uh now they have to be better than ghosts of tsushima otherwise don't fucking release it because you're an idiot well for whatever reason and this is something that i've wondered for a long time is why hasn't the assassin's creed series touched on feudal japan uh and honestly i, I don't know they probably feel like um, like the ninja the, the ninja mechanic the ninja game if you will the style has been done to death and they probably went let's do things that don't get the assassins yeah stories. but they they kind of already have done all of it though like i mean I in, a, in a sense like at the at this point they could do it and nobody would point the i would love like an aztec version mm. that would be cool like a south american version that'd be that or like be a mayan a or inca or something that would, great setting yeah that'd be awesome that'd yeah, be, you have like the obsidian fucking blade that comes yeah. out of your that'd be interesting i don't think that 
the Assassin's Order would have been there until people settled, though. Story is irrelevant. Yeah, Fun yeah. is what's important. Rule yeah, cool, yeah. motherfucker. Yeah. Get me my square-shaped pyramids. Yeah, yeah Ubisoft would overrule you on that one. So <laughs> They don't the, give a the, shit. The Aztec Assassin jumping off the top of a pyramid and just hitting the next floor because <laughs> it's a yeah. pyramid shape. Yeah, pretty much, right? <laughs> The physics wouldn't be great. They, no, they would not it would not work out in his favor. Uh, however, yeah, Ghost of Tsushima, I would highly recommend it if you haven't played it. Uh, I know eventually you're going to borrow my PS4 uh, someday when, <laughs> uh, oh, when I go. get a PS5, and then yeah. I'll just leave it downloaded so you can play it. Yeah, that sounds fine. <laughs> yeah. There you go. I don't even have to do shit now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Man, it's, it's incredible, though. So anyway, we will move on to lots of news because we missed recording last week. We do have an episode this week, but um, had to pull it down. Temporarily, <laughs> so excited. Well, I got profiled on like my company's uh, sort of LinkedIn, yeah. and uh, so it's like a profile that's all about me for this week, which is really cool. I'm very honored. It's very awesome. And uh, but I got a shout out as well from someone within the company regarding the podcast, and I had to go in and just put a little note that says, just so everybody knows, this is an adult oriented geek <laughs> comedy podcast. Nice. And I was thinking back to the last episode I'm posted. I'm like. I'm pretty sure that started off with like a big masturbation joke regarding Kill a Kill. So, <laughs> well, then there's the whole thing about episode 69. So, well, it well that's fine. I, that, even that wouldn't be as bad because it's not a straight up masturbation joke within the first two minutes. Yeah. So, but but the previous episode started with a joke about podcast cat and then uh, play hub. So I was like, you know what? We'll let that one fly. <laughs> that one's fine. It's yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah. But but the masturbation one I kind of shut down temporarily. It's all uploaded. It's all good. But. Uh, <laughs> I, you know, the worst part is I know that at my company, there probably isn't a single human being that would listen to the podcast and go, yeah, yeah Adam, this doesn't sound like you. Yeah. <laughs> no, exactly. If anybody at, at my company listened to it, they it would just be like, okay, so this is just you hanging over with Adam again. Like, <laughs> yeah, because yeah, even your company, know, there's a decent amount of them that know me. Yeah, exactly. So. Yeah. Anyway, so yeah, so the that episode is live. That's episode 97. I'll probably pull it back up in like a week once a new profile comes up. In the meantime, I'll get <laughs> this one posted. So people will likely be listening to episode 98 before they listen to episode 97, just because of how this is going down. So no big deal. It's there. You'll get it. And, and then we'll be all caught up for July. Nice. So anyway, I guess uh, this is episode 98 of Ronan Geekfish Podcast. This is Alex Austin. And with me in the room today, we have... Plebeian Knight Adam. And also... Rob... And we also have Just Rob, and we got lots of news and gaming stories to talk about today, and it's going to be really exciting, super awesome, cool, and microsoft E. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, on this show, we are going to talk about news stories, report the news, that's what we do. I bill us as the, I bill us as the back pages. Yeah. Of the 90s video game magazine of podcasts. I don't want to necessarily say, like, oh, we gather all the news. No, we just gather the news that interests us. Yeah, basically. So, <laughs> like, oh, this was interesting. That, yeah, that's true. In fact, if, if I didn't have the Microsoft article pulled up right now, I wouldn't even talk about Microsoft, to be honest with you. <laughs> it's hard to get excited about. Because I'm like, what's going on on Windows 10? Woo! <laughs> like, so the, exciting. The only game I've been yeah, excited we- about from Microsoft, and it wasn't even from them, it was from Rare, and that's uh, fucking... Uh, what's it? Perfect Dark game. Zero? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Yar? Yeah, Yar, yes. That's Yar the game? Called. No, uh, fu- I don't even remember why the fuck I can't remember this name. Uh, it's Black Black Sails. Pirate Black. game by Rare. I don't know. It's not Black Sails. <laughs> so, it's been out for a long I time. I know, we talked about it before. Blood on the... 
Nah, Black Sails. I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, they can use that name <laughs> if they really want to. It's not Banjo-Kazooie, <laughs> but it's Pirates. That's made by well, Rare. You're so. going to have so much to be excited about that in just a few minutes here. You're going to run right out and buy an Xbox SEX. So. No. Sex, Xbox, I'm not. X, sex box. We, we, we went over this. Well, yeah, but I, I'm just... I'm giving people the chance to really think it's called the Xbox SEX. So the Xbox Series X, of course, we're do talking you, about. Do you really think the executives at Xbox would want that? Would want your lies and slander? I don't even think they give a fuck. <laughs> no, as long as they sell units, they're, they're okay. Crying they're crying money. Like, Thank God one of these geek podcasts is talking about Microsoft. <laughs> yeah, we wouldn't have gotten attention otherwise. Actually, yeah, the last right. time we talked about Microsoft was when Mixer shut down. So this must be a more amenable story for them. <laughs> so I think they'll appreciate it, actually. So we'll go ahead and get kicked off with the news here. So, Adam, what you got for us this week? Uh, like I said, I'm doing things that are important to me. Um, so <laughs> Cadence of Hyrule is getting more DLC. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I didn't actually know that. getting like a. I already bought the season pass type yeah. thing, which is basically three DLCs each, six dollars. <laughs> I love. I love that. That that's uh, even a thing. It's like it's a spinoff game. Yeah. And it's doing amazing. And I, I love it because like the original game was amazing, too. Oh, so. it's phenomenal. All of it. So it's, of course, uh, this is based on Crypt of the Necrodancer, yep. and this yep. is the Nintendo version, so with all Zelda skins, theme, Legend yep. of Zelda theme. Music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. So they added, they're added. they adding five new characters um, <laughs> for the first patch, $6. So you can just play through it, whatever. They already have randomizers, so you can keep playing through it however you want. Cool. Nice. Um, then the DLC after that is 39 extra songs. Ooh, damn. Yeah, which is cool. I'm oddly enough, I'm more interested in that one. And then the final one is one character with a new story mode. Oh, neat. for that character. And it's um I forget his exact name, but the kid from Majora's Mask, like Skull Kid. That's Skull his name. Kid. Skull yeah. Kid. He's the new character in the final one. Oh, cool. And he gets his own story. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Sweet. That's like the perfect character for that game style too. Oh, they're all say. pretty cool characters. I think I've got Impa coming in and Well, no, I know it's the this that Skull Kid has always been kind of like that whole dancing kind of vibe to me. Oh, yeah, so yeah, like, he's yeah, around. yeah, exactly. Yep, you're absolutely right, yeah. So, I don't know, it just feels like thematically appropriate character. I was like, cool. <laughs> yeah, to me, it's just a reason to play it again. Yeah, of course. I love that game. I've been playing it with my wife again, but... Yeah. Uh, so, the first DLC is out now. The mm-hmm. five characters, they're out now. You can just get them Ooh. now. By October 23rd, all three of them will be out, and they will be offering the game with all the DLCs. Damn. Oh, cool. So, like okay. a bundle. Yeah, it makes so sense. They're out pretty quickly. Like so, you can always hold out for that. Switch fans, Legend of Zelda fans, offbeat rhythm game action fans. This is it. This is it's the title phenomenal. for you. Yeah. <laughs> if you don't already have it, first of all, what the fuck? Um, if you have a Switch, you should have this game. But if you don't, wait it out just a bit longer. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one you might like uh, Shin Megami Tensei 3. Oh, three? Was it three? Yeah, Shin Megami Tensei 3 is being remastered for the Switch 21. Nocturne. So this is Nocturne for the people who are into the SMT series. I figured you were. I'm not, so. So it's a really good one. So, in fact, this was really the first one that I played in depth because it bridged, it really bridged the gap between RPGs I was already playing and the mainline Shin Megami Tensei series, which was a little less accessible to me at the time. And I would say that Nocturne is probably still one of my favorites from just the standard Shin Megami Tensei games. I would say Persona 4 and 5 are definitely my favorites from the Persona line. Uh, But this is made by the same company. Very similar ideas oh. about combining monsters and all that stuff in That's the Velvet Room. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah very like. And the cool thing was in the original Nocturne, and I hope this carries over. Maybe it will, maybe it won't. But you could actually recruit Dante from Devil May Cry <laughs> as as one of the demons in the game. That's and uh, he was good enough to play through the game with too. So like from from the point you get him. Nice. Yeah. So I hope they do that, or maybe add in a Nintendo theme. 
That would be pretty Monster cool. Monster like a Bowser or something. That would that'd be funny. That'd be fucking sweet. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, so they're, <laughs> that's supposed to release in 2021. And alongside that, they're supposed to release Shin Megami 5 Woo! as well in 2021. So that's, that's pretty awesome. cool. So two, lots of Shin Megami. For it's everyone. okay. That'll be delayed another like two years. Yeah, yeah, probably. Now that's not Persona. Just for people listening, this is the mainline series that's just called Shin Megami Tensei. Yes. Colon Digital Devil Saga. <laughs> so that's that's is what that this the name is. Of it? Yeah, yeah. Digital oh, Devil Saga. Yeah. I didn't go that far. So and I don't I don't think I know the last one. So Shin Megami Tensei Four was a 3DS only release. However, the previous three on that came out on PS2, and the original was PS1. No, actually, they were all PS2. The original three, so but you don't wow. really have to a play. Games in a very short period of time. Yeah, you don't the really. PlayStation Two lasted a long time, didn't it? Yeah. Oh, it did. Oh, and they were pumping out games. Atlas was pumping out games for that. It was ridiculous. So you don't really have to play the old ones to kind of get into the new one. In fact, if you've played a Persona or any of the other mainline titles, you'll get into this as well. Uh, there's even there's even weirder titles in the Shin Megami Tensei franchise. There's one called Devil Summoner that's like a really super watered down action RPG, <laughs> similar to Devil May Cry. And uh, and and you play main character. I think his name was Ryu Kuzunoha. But I, I played through a couple of those as well. And the second one I loved, but I don't own it anymore, and I don't know why. And now it's probably very expensive to purchase. So, yeah. And also, I don't <laughs> have Rob's special PS3. Oh, so. I don't even talk to me about things that you used to own that you have to rebuy. I'm oh, looking at oh. two, two books that I used to have that have been stolen from me. Um, <gasps> and they are uh, net worth of the two books at this point $600 oh. actually that leads me into a decent question Rob yeah. what is probably the game that you have rebought in the most uh, the game that uh, is Final Fantasy Tactics hmm. really how many times uh, about five or six holy shit yeah wait wait just different versions or because you lost the original version uh, because, no so I actually have my original CD uh, okay. for the PS1 because um, I know you used to have the collector so I have is... the PSP version Right, yep. The Vita version, <laughs> uh, the Apple Store version. Yep. Okay. <laughs> and then I had the version for Android, which I have on my phone right now. Yeah, and then you had the collectors. So uh, so, yes, yeah, so six. The, the the one that was Chrono Trigger and uh, yep. Tactics. Yeah, yeah, together. yeah. I do. Oh, have was that. It, am I wrong? Was it Chrono Trigger and Tactics? Yeah, it was a bundle. I think. Yeah. That was yeah PS One. I have it somewhere in here actually. Uh yeah. So either way, Is so it Chrono Trigger. Am I right or wrong? Well, either. No, Chrono Trigger was with. Uh, Final Fantasy Four. Ah, that's what it was. Yeah. So, however, is this it? Final Fantasy Anthology has no. I didn't know. Final Fantasy Five. No. And six. No, no. So yeah, I do remember because the PlayStation one, um, you gave to me for a while. That's how I got into it. Yeah. Yeah. Originally, I borrowed it from uh, our old friend Ryan. Um, oh, okay. Yeah. And then I, uh, and then I went and got. My own copy of it. Oh, is that how you got that? Yeah. Because yeah. I remember I borrowed it and played it on my PlayStation 2 because I think back then it was yeah. backwards compatible. Right, it was, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, actually, from I actually remember exactly when that happened. Uh, we had gone on a uh, trip, the end of the year trip for like grade seven or something like that. And uh, that's when I found out about it. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was good shit. I think mine would probably be StarCraft. Nice. Um, so with StarCraft, I bought the game. And I would reinstall it like a million times. Yeah. Every single time I got a new computer, every single time yeah. I dealt with it. And back then, data was a little rough, so you don't uninstall games to reinstall it. And at what point, I accidentally... Back then, they had like the CD keys printed yeah. on, the yeah. case. on the case. Yeah, yeah. And I went to go and... Re- and I uninstalled it. They'd wipe off the heat off. <laughs> yeah. And I re- went to go reinstall it, and I realized, 
fuck, I wiped it off somehow, like through the heat of oh, my finger. Or yeah. I don't know how it happened. Oh, they're, they're sh- they were shitty things. Yeah. yeah. And then, so I. Yeah, bought- sometimes they were just like a piece of cardboard paper in there, in or, the box. Yeah. Or yeah. there's like somebody would like drop water or something like that, and the whole thing would just like the ink would lift off the fucking page. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, and then there was even a time when things first started to switch over to the internet. And I remember CDs stopped coming in the packages, DVDs stopped coming yep. in the packages. And yeah. instead, it was just a cardboard box of the with game a with a oh, key yeah. in the box. Yeah. Yeah, the, the pre-steam the pre- <laughs> era. That. The pre-steam so, era. I love so that. You, you would go, you would walk into a game store and buy, you know, a sixty-dollar box. box. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> with just a key in it. Oh, that shit was so weird. Brutal. That was like around the time that like WoW came out. Yeah, yeah, that shit was weird. What, what would you, have you bought in any rebought in a bunch of any games? On yeah, I mean Skyrim. I probably bought three times. I would say Final Fantasy VII. Maybe I've bought like four times. So over the course of my life, so I would say that's probably the one I've bought the most. Do VR yeah. iterations count? Uh, I would argue no. Now. I'd say the I'm trying to go with like the same game more or less. Yeah, I mean VR I guess is kind of close though. It's like it's a, it's an iteration. Yeah, yeah seven seven I've got on uh, on PS one. I downloaded it on a PSP originally, and I don't remember not having to pay for it again for PlayStation Network. So I have, I've also purchased it on PlayStation Network and on mobile. Oh oh, actually, uh, I've bought ten. Followers uh, of ten. Like three times. Oh, I've bought that twice, I think. Yeah. Well, I got the HD version on my Vita, and then on, again on the PlayStation. Okay, I missed the Vita version. That's what I missed. So uh, yeah, there, there you go. Yeah. So I've bought a bunch of games a bunch of times. Nice. Hey, <laughs> yeah, good for there, you. There's a couple of games that I bought more times. I just don't want to. Go hey, games that you're willing to buy more than once, I think, tells the story of how good they are. How yeah. good they are. Hell Bring yeah. It, how, yeah. Sure. I'm willing to pay it multiple times. Yep. So while I was going through the news articles, I was just sort of, you know, I, I go through and I read things on the shitter just like everyone else. And then in my mind, I kind of track things for like, oh, yeah, fuck. Yeah, I, I, I should remember that's kind of cool. I want to read more into that. And one of them totally I forgot. Um, I forgot there was a live action attack on Titan movie. Yeah, I haven't watched that yet. Yeah, you this probably shouldn't. I kind of watched half of it, and uh, went, I'm going to be done. Ooh, that's funny because the, the only time in recent memory that I've actually stopped watching something midway through was uh, another movie that I I just recently finally got around to watching because it's been on my list, and that was um, Mortal Engines. Ooh, ooh. I was about it was that bad? Th- I was about halfway through and blew my brains out. Dude, that's I was brutal. like, this is so... How could they ruin that concept? It was... I know, right? It was such this a cool concept. Cities, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, it's so cool. I thought it was like... Yeah, exactly. I was like, how do you fuck this up? And the like, cities eat other, other cities. cities. Yeah. <laughs> like, how do you fuck it up? <laughs> like, the whole, the whole beginning... Uh, of the movie, like the first fifteen minutes is like phenomenal. It's because they focused on teenager love and not engines. Yeah, yeah no, oh. no, it's not even that. It's like some some bullshit fucking murder mystery. Essentially, is yeah. what it ends up being. Like, and, oh, this guy's bad because he killed somebody. It's like, uh, I don't know. It's just it's it's too black and white. Yeah. And, really and then it it's is. like, and then it's like a love story, and the guy's just like, my mortal engine is so hot for you. It's so it's so <laughs> bullshit. Is it? <laughs> like it, it made Alita a little bit better in my mind. So what's that? <laughs> it Alita? made Alita a little bit better. On oh, my Alita, mind. dude, that's a fucking fun movie. I'll say it every episode at least once. That movie, I I had a great time. I had a legit great time. I enjoyed I, watching so you go. I, I enjoyed watching it. The madness. I enjoyed watching it, but like <laughs> certain Star Wars movies. Even though I can enjoy the cinematic experience, the story made one. I'm blow sorry, my that movie was out. awful. <laughs> Alita was fun to watch. Christoph fun... Waltz with a giant hammer. Yeah, think that... about Christoph it. Christoph Waltz <laughs> was the only thing that made that movie, and he makes every movie he's in. No, no, no! Don't forget Ed Norton. 
Ed Norton's sweet, sweet cameo is the guy in the like white that. lab coat yeah. and the white hair and the goofy glasses. I totally forgot he was in that movie. <laughs> are they <laughs> actually making a follow-up? Because they've been saying that they are. Yeah, uh, I mean, the first one only took them like 17 years to make, so we'll see like how far <laughs> off this one is. Who was it? Who made this one? Was it Cameron? Well, Cameron was producer on it. Uh, who did direct it? Was, was it Robert Rodriguez? A... I think it was Robert Rodriguez. Yeah, right. Yeah, yep. yeah. Yep. yeah. Well, it makes sense why the actual probably his is. best fucking movie. <laughs> so oh, to be quite honest, oh, that's not true. I'm not a huge that Robert Rodriguez fan. He has I, better movies. I'm sorry, I, I'm not a huge fan. So I think he that's did a uh, what Planet Terror, part of the Grindhouse. Yeah, he did that one. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but the trouble is, is he's always been in like the shadow of like Tarantino, yeah, like Eli yeah. Eli Roth. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I, I think better directors in those genres that yeah, he does. But so. Rodriguez has a a kind of campy flair that he's he does really good he with. does you're for, right for action stuff and that's that's i think it worked well for alita too so yeah yeah so ghost of tsushima last week <laughs> yeah um beat paper mario in sales so and kind of surprising me it did it actually end up beating last of us I well so. no no sorry last it, I checked it, it didn't in. it didn't beat last of us but so last of us was the best-selling first party sony title uh within its first week of all time yeah. So, yep. but but that includes all sequels, all originals, everything. Now, what Ghost of Tsushima has done now, just a few weeks later, is Ghost of Tsushima has become the largest selling original IP uh, owned by Sony, released on a Sony platform oh, okay. since the inception. So of, that's uh, good. PlayStation. That's fairly new. That that's so good. My news. it did well, like two point four million gonna, copies. We're gonna get at least seven versions of Ghost of Tsushima. Yay! It did. <laughs> I want Ghost of Edo. <laughs> All ratings are. Dude, I want a more urban setting for the next one. We'll Edo, that Edo one would more. be a great period. Yeah. yeah, I just want more Way of the Samurai. Um, yeah, no kidding, right? Ratings, well, I, have you played the fourth one? <laughs> no, I don't think I did. No. It's, on, it's on the PSN. I think I played the first one, second one, and even the second one. I went. Oof. I think uh, I'm not sure if all of them are on the PSN, but I know that three and four are. Oof. If this leaned uh, more into dialogue option and like choice, it would be pretty damn close to Way of the Samurai. Nice fighting's like Way of the Samurai. Uh, uh, fighting's. T- way better oh, okay cool <laughs> fighting, fighting so... is more in line with assassin's creed and dark souls oh it's even better it's it's yeah. really intelligent I, lo- I love the combat in it yeah so yeah apparently ratings are sitting around 95 percent mm-hmm. and um i hope that the completed edition the director's edition on pc one year later huh. is just as good when i play it what up fart knockers aries stop insulting people these are potential listeners yeah i'm so sure Happy Horror Coffee Break, old-time horror radio show. We take the best and worst ah! creepypasta stories online, and our finest of quality reenactors perform them for you in the style of old-timey horror radio dramas. Everyone knows it's just you disguising your voice poorly. No, it's not. Besides, we have an abundance of great guests. There's music and t-shirts. And a bunch of dick and fart jokes. You're not wrong. <laughs> Catch us on all the major podcasts, thingamawoppers. We're on Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Schlapstick, Hard Knockers, and the rest. Idiot. Tune in every other Friday. There's a new episode. Or just stick your head in an oven. Same difference. Aries. <laughs> we need to have a little chat. <laughs> Toodles! The fourth hand joins. Hell yeah, man. Oh, oh yeah. speaking of like amazing things that come out a year later, Death Stranding. I'll talk about it during my playing and watching. Oh, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So good. Wait, you're playing Death Stranding before Witcher? 
Yeah. You, your no, life no, no, is no, wrong. No, 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 fuck off. It's a Kojima game. It's his first game outside of Enix. You can ah. go fuck yourself. I don't play. Oh, wait, he hasn't played not, Witcher not, 3 yet? No. Of, uh, oh, dude, it? that's the end-all be-all. Like, uh, dude, Witcher 3 is a game that I will never delete off my PS4 now. It, yeah. like, lives there forever. Like, cool. I, I will just, I I will go back and play that literally anytime. And, I mean, I've got the Goatsy edition, so. Dude, and what's crazy is I'm, like, 100 hours <laughs> into it. edition? <laughs> Sorry, I, I, I was really going to try and, Alex, let you speak and be all professional, game, game but the, I just couldn't. Game of the special edition? <laughs> Don't worry about it. Okay. <laughs> Just move on. edition. This worries me. Uh, it should. <laughs> we'll uh, go into detail later, or not. So, Worms Armageddon. Um, apparently, it ha- it's been out for 21 years, by the way. I didn't okay. The original it. Worms Armageddon? Worms Armageddon, yep. yeah. I forgot about this. Um, and so good. It I got used... a new update. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's been seven years since its last update. What are you it playing it on? I'm not playing it on. Or it's on PC. It's on PC. Oh, okay. Yeah, I pl- I haven't played that game I've since got, college. I've got Worms of Mass Destruction. That's an amazing. Game. Oh, I haven't touched that one. Oh, I it's, still it's pretty much Worms it's pretty much Armageddon, just modern. Oh, I, I just play Armageddon. Uh, Did you ever see the original version of that game? A little bit of gaming history here. Came out on MS DOS back in 1992, and all it was was two gorillas standing on opposite sides of the map, hurling explosive bananas at one another. Yeah, I don't believe you. I, I I played it. It was on my dad's original work. Laptop. I don't believe you. It was good. You you lie sometimes. <laughs> no, I'm telling you the truth right now. I, I can try to look up what, is what it the actually. Boy who's cried worms Armageddon. <laughs> is it on, is it on the PSN, Alex? <laughs> so, no, it's not a PSN. The game sucks by today's standards, probably. So no, it yeah, doesn't it, actually. It's pretty good. Yeah. Hey, those games. Do you know awesome. what I'm talking about? Like, do you remember that one? The the throw bananas game yeah. no, I never played it it was just two apes hurling Skeet bananas Freak. at one another I think Rob and I will agree that those games don't die because we still love Scorched Earth but I think on this one you yeah. had to like type in I'm pretty sure you had to type in your coordinates like the, the coordinates the yeah yeah Oof. yeah I'm pretty sure you had to dude remember the motherboard sounds for Scorched Earth yeah, the really <laughs> shitty fucking the motherboard sound they didn't have they didn't use speakers they used like the midis on oh, the motherboard to make I sounds gotcha. back then. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. Man. It was crazy. Back in the day. So Metacritic, um, I guess, now makes users wait 36 hours after a game is released to post reviews. Probably smart. Yep, probably smart. Um, but it's only for the... To, only for uh, the unwashed masses? Yeah, only for the users, not the authorized critics. So the critics, because they likely have early copies. See, here's the thing, though. though I would also say that that is... To a degree, kind of bullshit because for people who are like startups and freelance and stuff like that who are not authorized yet or haven't been able to go through that process for whatever reason, I don't think it's that hard. I'm not I don't know that concerned. maybe that's maybe that's something else. I don't know enough about the authorized thing, but if if that is a way to bar people from doing reviews and starting up themselves, then I would say that sucks. Otherwise, whatever. It yeah, makes sense. I, I never really care because I don't really post reviews because honestly, everyone else, if you add them all together, kind of just. Well, sum it up pretty well. The, you don't need me. The thing is, like, we're kind of spoiled because on Steam we have user reviews right over the gate. That's true, yeah. Now, everybody else doesn't have that. And the thing that worries me is that if they're silencing the masses, the the problem... So, actually, you know what? I retract. I don't think this is a good idea at all because um, that's how I honestly can tell if a game's good or not. I think Based 36 on, hours is a bit much, but I think yeah. something like... Eight hours. Sure. Eight hours. Fine. Whatever. We're doing a small delay because we just don't want everyone to come in here really heated. And like right away. Like how could you have a review of the game if it's an hour? You barely picked it up and installed it. Yeah. Uh, 
But but even still, 36 is a lot of time though. Because you can have someone who I buys can, the game and immediately plays it and has a review within eight hours. I can have a review within an within an hour of playing a game. Yeah. To yeah, be honest. For sure. I, and I know that within I within an hour of playing the game, not an hour of picking up the game, no, downloading yes, the game. Yeah. No, an hour of play. Yeah. I, I can usually very accurately decide on how good a game yeah. is. Now, that's not to say that games that have a protracted opening um would would be the same obviously not but i'm saying like you get through the starting act of a game yeah and i can tell you if it's going to be good or not yep it, by an hour's time in you should be able to get a feel for what the game's going to be for the rest of the x amount of hours yeah yeah yep so this is it it's called gorillas the game it was released on ms dos 5 and it ran on q basic turn-based artillery game i didn't know that was like yeah yeah so it came out in 1991, no, not 92. So it's not part of the Worms IP, though, Alex. No, oh my but God. this is absolutely what Worms is based on. It was written in Q-Basic. Yeah. For you nerds out there, oh yeah. my God. <laughs> it was actually supposed to, it was like a tech demo Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it is one of the programs included as a demonstration of that programming language. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> but back then, dude, like doing anything on a, on a laptop was amazing. So that's, oh, that's what my dad shit. had for work back then. It was the first laptop I ever saw was probably like... 92 when he got it but i was playing that and then the next year i got uh freaking sim city 2000 and just dude it came it came on three and a half inch floppies it was such a badass game even sim back city then. was amazing i love sim city 2000 we talked about it before on our favorite yeah. games thing but yeah that whole series of maxis titles that came out around that were amazing anyway i digress <laughs> uh back so to the news so there was a nice video of henry cavill building his own pc that was awesome oh that's yeah. so cool actually when when i was working at that best buy in bloomfield hills and they were uh filming batman vs superman at the studio up there he came in and he'd always talk to our guy jerry to buy computer parts because even back then when he cavill? was in the states yeah cavill oh, would come in holy shit and it, we'd have, we had the walkie talkies so we'd all be like superman sighting superman sighting everybody's popping up looking around the store trying to see henry so, cavill okay you know what that's actually really good to hear because there's kind of this meta discussion going on that he's doing this because of the witcher he's synced he's synced into the nerd culture oh, yeah so no. there's this discussion that he's oh, doing no. it for pr but no. if he's been doing it since back then this then was he's in been doing this it. was in 2013 yeah. and he was absolutely building and modding pcs back then because he'd always come in to talk to our guy jerry about parts for his pc oh that's interesting yeah yeah, yeah. No, that's, that's been kind of known though for anybody who's like looked back on the history of the actor like he he's been in, in kind of gaming like, yeah stuff oh, that's yeah, yeah before like he, uh, yeah, like, yeah. I think that's I'm why he wanted to do The Witcher is because he had played the game, yeah, wasn't that's it? that's what he said. Yeah. yeah. But for all I know, that's, you know, could be a PR lie. But I don't believe it based on the way no. he says things. We have the real scoop here. Yeah, we got on it. On the Rony Geek Official wow. Podcast, the, baby. He's been doing it for years. <laughs> the, the only pseudo-legitimate fucking response that we've put out ourselves <laughs> Not like no, my, my playstation get, now debacle that we're still going through <laughs> we, we got your we got your back mr cavill yeah <laughs> yeah he, you're legit man we know it <laughs> it is funny because as i was watching the video first of all i think you and i rob because you were ordering from nzxt the exact same fucking time and you were like hey uh those look like nzxt stuff and i actually found out the case is not an nzxt case yeah so i thought he originally bought it from all the nzxt and chose to, but no, he didn't no um the other thing is i i, I noticed that uh it kind of looked like it was close to his first time in building a computer from scratch from scratch but i don't believe that anymore Maybe he's because he had this face of like. Well, maybe, but maybe he he also does play things up too to be funny and fun, and right? 
and like look a lot of like if you look at the footage of where he was doing it, he was clearly embellishing things. Yeah, and I love his like Barry White music with the seeding of the yeah. process. Like, oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Barry White. I can't even replicate it. And he's like, you got to be gentle, and he's rubbing like the stick that puts it down. Dude, yeah. all I'm gonna say is Henry Cavill's a G. I can't wait for Snyder, the Snyder Cut of Justice League so we can see him in the black Superman costume. There was a little bit of oh a, a showcase of that this week. I, Henry Cavill is, is cool in our book. Yeah, I, I mean, my notes do say, like, uh, you know, it works at the blah, blah, blah. He did it with some nice hair, Barry White-style sexy time music, which was funny. This guy, I'm starting He's to He's such understand. a geezer. He's he, a, that's, what they, that's what they call him. He's such oh. a geezer, because that's what geezers do. It's oh. an English term. Yeah, I was Henry say, Cavill yeah. makes <laughs> me start to understand by people. Oh, yeah? <laughs> Why is that? Was it the arms? Oh, God. It's everything. <laughs> he's he's a towering man, He's too. a towering man. Because he, he when he would come in there, like you didn't have to look hard to find him. Like He's no. the, biggest, the biggest dude in the store, man. He was, yeah. Big he's a, guy. Big he's guy. a good-looking guy. I think I like him with a beard more than everything else, but he's a good-looking guy. He's not like super like uh, Dwayne The Rock Johnson jacked. No. He's reasonably he's, jacked. He's jacked, though. And he's a big yeah. guy, and he's a nerd. Like. What else can you say? He's got a bit of height on The Rock, I think. Oh. He's like 6'4", 6'5", isn't he? I have no idea. He's quite idea. big. He's quite big. I'm not used to that, but everyone's like, oh, he's so big. I'm like, that's about the height I am. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but... <laughs> <laughs> you listen damn. here, Rob. God damn. <laughs> my, my penis is not in question here. It's small. <laughs> that was uh, savage. That was uh, absolutely savage. So they were doing the uh, Comic-Con at home stuff? Yeah. Or not Comic-Con. Uh, was it Comic-Con? Gen Con. Gen, Gen No. Yeah, no, no. I just got an email about it. San Diego Comic-Con. San Diego Comic-Con at home. Oh, I just got like a Gen Con thing for um, uh, Hero Forge. Oh, maybe. No, so they're doing Comic-Con instead of having everyone over. They're doing like Twitch and stuff cool. like that. Cool. Yeah, yeah. So they're doing all their panels. G4 TV might be back. Yeah, it, it is coming back. Oh, well, the, the ad really wasn't. They didn't really say much. Dude, everybody knows it's G4 TV coming back, which is <laughs> awesome. I want some more Attack of the Show. I want I want, I want, want a reunification. So, dude, that was so sweet back in the day. Because they had at the GameStop conferences back then, when that was still a thing, they had Olivia Munn and, and the guy. What's the guy's name? The funny guy. Adam. Yeah, whatever. Something. See, they would come out and do, like, the, uh, the Nintendo yeah, show. Yeah, yeah. And I remember, like... Uh, they didn't want him to come back after so long because he would come back and all he would do is just make like Pokemon sex jokes at the Nintendo <laughs> showcase. Yeah, and, he, got, and, he got pretty rough. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but but we loved it and we were all laughing and enjoying it. So they kept having him back out year after year for that. <laughs> they so the, the only problem is is it's hard. Like, do I really want G four to come back where it's still it it's gonna be the exact same series where it's still gonna be awkward as hell introvert hosts. Good struggling to perform to a large group. Good. Of click picky, clickbaity, picky nerds. I'll send him. A, I'll send him a pitch reel for Rona Geek Official Podcast. Yeah, so we can do a show. I'm. I'm going to be honest. I mean, I don't really care. I don't either. In this day and age, the the content that they've done is being done by so many more people, but better. Absolutely. And I mean, like, sure, if they bring it back and they up their game, fine. Okay, cool. I'll yeah. take a look. But like, am I like? Oh man, there's this hole that's never been filled. No, no, not even, not not even fucking remotely. But the the cool thing is with something like that coming out, and if it's mainstream and on cable again, right, it could attract new sponsorship to the realm of gaming and things like that that maybe we don't currently have. So hopefully more people can make. Could it though? I think so. I don't think that there's any sponsors out there that don't know about the games industry. Dude, but how many how many won't advertise with anything in the games industry though? I don't think that's that many. that many. I don't know if you've watched commercials recently on TV, but there's a lot. Yeah, but nobody advertises on TV because nobody watches TV. 
lots of commercials not, are still on TV. Yeah, but not current up. generation people do not watch TV. <laughs> so, well, no. I, I skip commercials. I get you. Your, all I'm saying your daughter's going to watch ads on YouTube. <laughs> all I'm saying is like dollar for dollar in terms of money spent on advertising, most of it's still going to TV. Yeah, because the TV costs a lot of money. Right. They're stupid and they're still. Well, they're also locked in. They have like everybody's put in so much they investment. Do sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, like, I'm going to tell you right now give it five, 10 years. I don't think TV is going to be a medium anymore. Probably I, not. I honestly yeah, don't probably think not. So. More than five or 10 years. It's going to be a really, really slow ass fucking it, drink. It, it's going to go. It's going to last until at minimum Nora's generation. It'll just go fully on demand. And and stuff will just go live at a certain time, just like yeah. Disney Plus. Or yeah, I think the, it's going to last until at least his kids' generation. Yeah. Sorry, I think that TV will continue in a more local setting, like the local paper. I think things like that will maybe still be yeah, 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 yeah. News but other than that, Friends reruns. But to be even to be honest, even with that kind of shit, that's that's all that's all Facebook Live. Yeah, we'll all have shit. TVs, but it'll just be smart TVs and and, and the thing yeah. is, it's all no, TV. I'm not, saying, I'm not saying TVs are going away. Yeah, I'm saying like the live cable. The, the itself is, is going the fuck away. All I, I watch is reality television on regular TV. At all this that, point. all that. No, that's on. TV that's shows, on Netflix now, though. Yeah, all those TV shows. Not enough of it. Yeah, we're still going to get what we get now. We're still going to get the weekly broadcast because they realize they've done the math. That is the best way to keep viewership for ads and stuff. Yeah, like yeah. That. They know. Oh that. yeah, like that's why like Mandalorian comes out an episode of exactly. week. Right, right, right. So that's not going away anytime soon because it is statistically the best way to do it. All that's changing is that instead of having a cable box, we're just going to have a smart TV. So therefore, the cable box is in the fucking it's an TV. App. It's an app. Yeah. Yeah. You're There's some cash pay- cows out there, too. I don't know if you've heard recently, A&E had to drop Live PD. So that was like their cop show that they were running for the longest time. And so what happens is they drop Live PD because there's a whole thing about cops right now in the U.S. going on. And they lost 40% of their viewership almost overnight for the entire channel. Yeah. So A&E is reporting this. Yeah. So it's just crazy. But like some of these, some of these TV shows really have so much pull. And that, dude, I watched that show a couple times when it was on. It was the most boring cop show like in the history of tv because yeah, it was uncut old, old you, yeah that's what i was gonna say you have to realize that that is all like 50 ups listen this sounds really I, I don't know how terrible it's gonna sound but as far as i can tell the main subscribers to tv like cable tv are old people and me m- <laughs> and mostly it, like mentally it, in handicap uh, i don't say handicap that's not the <laughs> right term but differently abled whatever the the Correct term, term is for it. Keep the moving. PC term. <laughs> Jesus, you're like fucking Why is brutal. This okay. to me? <laughs> no, I don't know the right term. No, but like you're, you know, yeah. The thing is, like, it's just, it's not that there's anything wrong with cable television. We're not saying that. It's just, it's an antiquated technology. Let's put it this way: Does anyone here own a VCR that they've used in the last five years? No. Keep, keep going. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's fine. Go ahead. Um, but like, that's the thing, though. Is like there are technologies. That are out that we hey, just dude, hey, don't no, use. Uh, Ultimately, there are technologies that are out there that we just don't use anymore because why would you? Like people, yeah. like a DVD player. Uh, no, they have to go. As far as I can tell, the people who watch TV still nowadays are people who have so much time in the day that they don't know what to do with it, so they just watch whatever's on. That's fair. Okay, that, okay. So that actually is a valid argument because even I've done that because I had. Um, so I was in my apartment back in BC, and mm. I would have a subscription, but I only subscribed to like pretty much get like sci-fi. Oh yeah, yeah. And other than that, I didn't have anything. No. And I would just leave it on because I was like, oh, just like interested in what comes on. And that's it. Is it's old people who are letting like at this point they're just life is passing them by and they they can't really use technology anymore, so they yeah. they haven't done it, and this is just easier. 
and some type of like I've seen I've gone I've worked done IT for entire groups of ho- group homes yeah of differently able people and honestly they're all just watching game shows and soap operas yeah all day long because they just shove a TV show up on there and, and a, that's it and a lot of those are going to Netflix and shit they they, exactly and they'll so. move on to them it they will. doesn't matter they will. they'll move because yeah. they uh, yeah their their kids will help themselves I just don't care about G4 TV there real was a really cool ad though. Yeah, that's like fair it. enough. Uh, like I said, I'm not. This is not me shitting on anything. This is just me going like, I don't need it. Eh. Yeah, like, I completely yeah. agree. I mean, if they're willing to bring back someone just as hot as Olivia Munn and put her on TV, yeah, I'm cool. Sure, but I, to be fair, I'm she transitioned transitioned into kind of a film career. She did, yeah. She became Psylocke. Wasn't of she in X Men Fame? Sh- uh, Sharknado or something? For like probably, probably Sharknado. She was in um, <laughs> Mad Mike, Scary Mike, Magic Mike. She's a terrible actress. I'm sorry. So she did. She did okay. She did okay. She was. Uh, she was herself, but all, but in a movie. <laughs> uh, wow. And also, right. Magic Mike was a very egalitarian film. She was not topless. So everybody, look, look it up. It's up to you. But uh, all I'm saying is that it was a very egalitarian film. It's a very interesting everybody way of had that. a little bit of something in there, which oh. was really nice. Very nice of them to do that for the public. That's a very interesting way to use egalitarian. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, okay. Alex, do you like, uh, are you... What, what, Channing Tatum was topless too? Uh, no, it's just, no, there's the, sorry, the vocabulary used is what I'm just kind of stuck on. It has nothing to do with the you content. You just said that you could see Channing Tatum's Channing Tate. I don't give a fuck about that. The only more power to people that want to see it, great for them. But I'm just saying, like... You know what upsets me the most? It's is, the word. That's all. It's just do you know what word. upsets me the most is Channing Tatum I don't consider attractive. Okay. That sucks. Why they could have I totally done it better? Sorry, dude. That, I don't, what I don't that know what suck? to tell you. <laughs> it wasn't the movie for me. They needed a better actor. I'm aware it wasn't. Oh the movie. Jesus! You mean better as in like better looking to yes, you? For sure. <laughs> they needed like a Henry Cavill. They needed a Henry Cavill. Jesus Christ! <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. Oh, that's brutal. Um, I don't. I don't remember. Do you, Alex? Do you like Suikoden? Uh, I I have been a fan of Suikoden, and I did not. I did not play five though. I played all all four except for five. Apparently, a lot of people like five. Um, so <laughs> the some of the like handpicked grouping of developers that worked on the Suikoden games in general, not one in particular. They from all the different variants. They all joined together to make a new studio called Euden Chronicle. Oh no, sorry, sorry. What am I saying? Uh, you, you the didn't game like... is called Yudin Chronicle 100 Heroes. Yudin? Can you sh- spell that out? Yeah, E-I-Y-U-D-N. Oh, okay. Because it was sounding like you were saying Jew Chronicle. <laughs> oh. Wow. <laughs> you said Yudin. Like, that's, that's German for Jews. <laughs> no, no, I, I, I didn't know that. I don't speak German. Wow, this title is becoming more and more entertaining. Yeah. Let's go with Yudin. Y- well, you you didn't chronicles. The- oh, God. oh God! Oh God! Edit. That's not the title. <laughs> no, hundred heroes. Oh, okay. My God! God no one's. If I don't know that that word what is in German, but they sure. I'm sure they looked it up. Um. Oh, so it's a yeah. 2.5 pixel art JRPG, kind of like um. Fuck. What was that one that I never played? Uh, something traveler. Um. Octopath traveler. Yeah. Similar to Octopath travel style. There's not much date on it. It's a Kickstarter. They don't even know the goal amount yet, so it hasn't been started. There's not much here. But Got it. it's based on the makers of that. So if you're a Suikoden fan, you're going to have something soon. Sure. Probably not that soon. Four or five years. Yeah. 
Um, I guess there's a new Fable. Does did anyone give a shit? Cool, I guess. I mean, like, Fable games were neat because there was no other games like them. Since then, there have been tons of games like them. Yeah. So, I mean, like... Way to steal my thunder, dude! Nah. Way to steal my thunder on the Microsoft news! Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well. That I didn't read up beforehand. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really care, because really, is it a Fable game without Peter Molyneux hyping, up it, up, hyping it up with lies? Is he, is he not attached to it? No, no. He uh. said he'd never work with Microsoft again. Because he lies too much, and Microsoft basically uh. gave him the finger... <laughs> Yeah, that's weird that he's not going to be attached to the project and they're doing the project. With I don't care. I don't. I don't. Like I don't care. Ollie. I don't Never care did. enough either. But it's just like there is something to be said though about having the creative director on board. I don't think he had that much I involved. Think, Considering the things he said that Fable would have and most of the games would have, I don't think he was that involved in his games. That's fair. I think he was just a figurehead that would show up and say it can do this, and they all go, "Oh fuck, no, it doesn't do that." Peter, what the fuck are you doing? Yeah, that's fair. I think that's all it was. Um. So let's shift lightly, um, 40k into the 40k universe. Oh, Yay. this is Ro- Rob's universe, Rob's actual universe that he lives uh, in. I already talked about, but Adam will cover. Oh, go for it. Um, not really. So 40k brought out. They released the ninth edition in the Indomitus set. Yep. So this is their new like. <laughs> I hurt myself. Don't worry about it. Keep clawing. <laughs> um, so it's like their beginner box. It contains yep. the full core rulebook. Yeah, so remember we started with, uh, what's it, something pass? I don't remember. It was the Dark Templar and... The Dark Eldar. Nice. What? Dark no, no, Tem- the, the starting... The yeah, dar- ours was Dark Eldar and Space Marines, Ultramarines. Yeah. Oh, was it? Is that yeah. what it was? So, yeah, they had that, and uh, so now it's Necron versus um, Primaris Space Marines. Cool. Um, and it includes a little mini codex for all the units that you've got with the book. Woo! And so they were like, okay, well, hey, the best part, this, is, this part killed me. So... They want to, they think that the hundred, it costs about 106 American in order to get into the game. If you sure. want to get the, the new core rulebook and the two basic codexes, so two armies. Sure. Codexes, it's going to cost about 106 American dollars. Okay. And so they were very concerned that they think that that's a lot of money to get into this, to this uh, hobby. No. So they instead developed an app on your phone that's a subscription basically four ninety nine monthly and you get all the rules and all the codexes. Interesting. Oh, that's kinda cool. Actually no like for for a forty well, K crowd that's not bad because what you could do is you could subscribe for a month, write, write down the stats that you need for your army <laughs> and then No I'm serious. <laughs> like like make your army yeah. make, make your army roster and then fuck off. The, and that and see that's the thing that throws me off is like while we know that this is a very expensive thing to get into like you don't realize the the books are a fucking drop in the plastic bucket. Yeah. If you can't afford that amount and you're thinking about $100 not being enough, you should not be in this hobby. No. It, you just shouldn't. It's an expensive hobby, but the thing is, like, you have to remember that you are front-loading your costs with it. That's yes. all it is. Because with most hobbies, you have a protracted cost over time. With Warhammer, a lot of it's up front. But after you spend that money, you don't spend any more money That's if true. you don't want to on the, on the game unless you're expanding your army. But, like, once you've got... Uh, a decent roster army, you're done. Yeah. That's it. And then at that point, it's all profit but for you. If you build a 40K 1,000 point army, you're in easily into the $600, $700. Oh, you can do it for way less than that. It's tough. Not really, depending on what roster you're playing. I guess, yeah, you could do like Space Marines. <laughs> if you did like, I'm going to do Grey Knights. Okay, here's a box. Like, here, like a hundred, that's true, a hundred some odd bucks, and you're done. That's true. You're right. If you get the right army, like, yeah, certain armies have a, a lower unit roster because their point value is higher, 
and you just feel less shit. And so because you're feeling less shit, it costs less money because you are looking at a cost per model. That is true. So I guess the reviews of the new edition, some of the things that are coming out, they're saying that it definitely, um, it's balanced more towards the low numbered high point valued unit armies which so makes space sense marines, that's that's space marines are very very obviously the most popular yeah for sure um so and they're easy to paint and easy to assemble yeah so like space marines are always going to be in the box <laughs> well it's not just i'm saying like the rules themselves seem to favor that type of army yeah versus you know the guardsmen fair um i mean i think the rules overall are probably pretty balanced but I mean, I don't know. I haven't played the, the I think there's most enough recent. randomization that the rules are a little off. Even the, if they're just a slightly amount of off. I don't think that they're fully symmetrical point value. Sure. No. No. But I think that they are pretty damn good at balancing the they're, game. Apparently, so the book this time, they took a lot of inspiration from D&D and Pathfinder books. Interesting. So the rules are a lot easier to read now. Okay. Um, apparently, and I, I, I agree with this. When I re- reread the kill after, I touched on... What was the edition that we did? Third edition? I think we were on third edition. When third. We second or third edition. I think it was third. I think it was third. It was when we, played, we got into it, yeah. It was really rough. I actually had, uh, for a time, I actually used to have a first generation book. Oh, nice. Yeah. No, I, I don't have it that. anymore. That, that was like, that was hilarious by a super different game. <laughs> <laughs> well, that was more based on like classic military stuff from like the 60s. Oh, no. There was like things where you could like, Space Marines could like spit acid and shit like Jesus that. Jesus Christ. Well, it was like a more stuff. It was more in, in tune with the lore of the actual universe but like the mechanics were all over the place <laughs> it was ridiculous like it was it was it was funny though it was ridiculous oh my god so yeah they they had that and it was really difficult to read and but over the time they've kind of gotten better and better but i guess this was a huge jump yeah in the reading of the rules because i remember reading kill team you and i've played kill team the rules are fucked the yeah, way they write like the rules the, are terrible it feels like three different people wrote the rules yeah that's what it feels like and yep. like the not consistently either. It feels like certain paragraphs are written by different people. Like oh, the yeah. way that they're structured. Like they wrote them completely separate of each other without communicating yeah. and then came together and just like kiss. Yeah, like <laughs> okay, th- these will be compatible, right? There's no bugs. <laughs> like like but like yeah, no, cuz like if you read through some of the rosters, they're phenomenal. They flow, even like the elites flow into them really easily. And then you have, like, Dark Eldar, where, like, the elite special rules for, like, if you're picking, like, oh, I want to play as, like, whatever sub-faction of this thing. You know, where you pick, like, Hydra yep, yep, or whatever. Yep. For the Dark for the dark Eldar, it makes no sense. Like, no? No. Like, half the times it's like, okay, so you pick your roster, and half the roster, this rule set does not apply to. And do you know what's worse? Do you know what <laughs> pisses me off about the elites? What? Thousand Sons don't even get it. Yeah, they're like, oh no, you you because you're a thousand sons, you just you get what you got. Yeah, That's it. you don't get anything. That's you, you got them in the original book. You got some commander though, didn't you? No, I got I got like a new units. So that was about it. When I so did everyone else. Really? Yeah. Wow. I, pissed. I, I think thousand sons were considered overpowered. That's why they didn't give them anything in the elites. Oh, that's interesting. Um, they just give them a bunch of low power shit. Yeah, it could be. But so yeah, the, the rules in Kill Team were you'd read like one rule on one page, and then three pages later in a sub bar somewhere else would be like a clarification of that rule. Yeah. And it was really fucked up. So now I guess the rules are more together and in the proper page order and more 
the clarifications are in the same area. More flow. So More it's written flow. like an RPG book. It's written like an RPG. They clearly took inspiration from D&D and Pathfinder. Or, yeah, just their tabletops. Well, they're most famous. Pathfinder is really famous for making their rules easy to read. Like, that's one of the things. Seriously, <laughs> I'm not joking. I, I believe it, despite all of the fucking arguments online. I know. But, I mean, that usually comes from when they add in new shit. Yeah, yeah. And then, I guess, D&D 5e, which I have read it, do a pretty decent job as well. So, oh, well, yeah, because they're vague as fuck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but this kind of took that model and yeah. built on it. So, okay, great. Uh, so now moving on to 40K. Uh, <laughs> Dark Tide. Yay! Yeah. That's what I was actually excited about, yeah. I, I actually am. Fat um, Shark, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, they, I've always kind of... I mean, they always had, like, the um, the Space Hulk one. They well, they had, yeah, so the Space Hulk was out, and not the, uh, not the one that's based off the board game, but the one that's... Like it's a, it's the like cooperative, a cooperative shooter, objective shooter. Yeah, like yeah. Left for Dead. Yeah, yeah. Well, a little bit different. It's more of an open roam area oh. where you have objectives that spawn randomly on the map, and you go around the Hulk trying to do it. Oh, is that what it's like? Yeah, okay. it's, but it, but it is a it's a horde game. You're yeah. right. Yeah. So it's but yeah no um, Dark Tide is pretty much Vermintide, but you're playing as it looks like an like an Inquisitor's um, Vermintide in space. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah, you, it looks like you're playing as um. Like the inquisitorial henchman for yeah. in forty k, but I mean ultimately their gear loader looks like um, not not guardsmen. Uh, well, they're technically guardsmen. They're but better they, than guardsmen, but they're not nearly as good as a space marine. No, no, no. Yeah, I'm trying to think what uh, what are the shock troopers that the guardsmen get. I'm trying to remember what they're called. They're called for the KVM. They're know. called Kasserkins. Um I can't remember what the fuck they're called anymore. But they're effectively the the better geared guardsmen. Yeah, that makes sense because you're um, inquisit- You're getting geared by an inquisitor, supposedly. Yeah, yeah. Or it yeah. looks good. It. I'm so excited for that. Yeah, it just it looks like it'll be. They have not shown a lot about it. They have not. No. They have not talked a lot about it, but they have talked a bit about it. There's a couple of different sites you can go to to get some actual conversation, and the things that you can confirm are yes, it'll be a first person shooter for sure. Yes, it'll. It, it's actually going to have a focus on melee, but they're also bringing up their ranged game from Vermintide to this one because range is a lot more important in the 40k universe. Yeah. Um, so, but like, but like, chain swords are still going to be just as four viable swords and things yeah. like that and four swords and stuff yeah, yeah it, i basically looked at it and went yeah it's vermin tied in two in space pretty okay, much i get it i want this yeah no exactly <laughs> no it, that everyone that saw that video that's a warhammer fan pretty much all went into the exact same thing they're like okay you did a good job on vermin tide um this is now in 40k here's the money yeah. Like, 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 I was just like, I'm like, can I pre-order this now? Take my money! Because, like, here's the thing is, like, <laughs> I am, I'm against pre-ordering on the basis of pre-ordering, but there are certain companies where I go, I know that you're not going to fuck this up. Yeah. So I will go, I will willingly pre-order something because I have faith in that studio. But as soon as they fuck up, that never applies anymore yeah, in agreed. the future. You have to, I won't pre-order if you don't have a history. Or if you do not have a history, you have to show that you put a lot of effort into this and that you're giving us a lot of updates. And usually they give like pre previews of the game yeah. to people that you can trust. Yeah, I have to be very careful. I will never give a pre order to a AAA title because you don't fucking need it. Well, no, you're no, not one of the people. No, that no, need no. It. It's for product allocation. Yeah. So what I will that's, do that's is that's the retail purpose, of right? Pre-orders. So, so <laughs> yeah. if, if you want to say fuck you to them, the real way you do it is you pre order the day before Di- it comes out, and and you do digital, and you do digital. <laughs> If you want to fuck them, that's how you do it. Because here's the thing. Then you get all of the pre-order shit that they were holding over your head, 
without giving them the satisfaction yeah. of having pre-allocation. And then you could like you could like preload it too. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. So that if you if you honestly hate uh, pre-purchasing, the, you have two options. One, just don't buy it before it comes out. Perfectly yeah. fine. But if you don't want to be left out in the items game, here's what you do. Especially if you're on PC, this works even better because all you do is you buy it, and then the day before, so you get the pre-order shit, and then you play it and you're fine. But if you don't like it, the best part about it is if you're on Steam. Is that even it doesn't matter hours. when the fuck you pre-order it, you have two weeks from the point of release, or two hours of gameplay time that ah. you will, that you will freely get it refunded. Now you can still get it refunded if you go over that, but, but it's a case you have to talk to somebody. And... Yeah, but uh, oh, okay. yeah. So it, whenever you're, whenever you're on Steam, that's the best thing about Steam is you have a two-hour window to play something. There's effectively a demo, and then say I don't want this anymore and send it back to Steam. That's no cool. questions asked. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah, hell yeah, man. So Warhammer, lots of news around Warhammer. Yeah. Oh, I don't think I'm going to get it in time. I, I think Games Workshop is honestly finally coming into the modern age, which, fantastic. Here Good you on him. Here, here you go. Oh, God. <laughs> I don't know if that was loud enough. The more you know. I'll, I'll turn it way up. There's only one. Oh. <laughs> no. Ad. You yeah, just it? got added. Anyway, Brutal. the more you know. Nice, nice info, Rob. I like it. So one final thing. So World of Warcraft Shadowlands, part of its updates, they put out more compatibility for controllers. Interesting. Long time ago. We've known about this for ages. Yeah. And Blizzard has consistently said they don't plan on putting it out for... They don't have any particular plans right now on putting it out for console. That's Those are their words. Sure. We are doing this for um, accessibility reasons. Smart fucking move. That's their statement. However... Okay, here we go. Shadowlands was just raided for Xbox in Brazil. Oh, for fuck's sake. <laughs> I don't care. They can put it on console. I don't... I don't... Yeah, no, I don't care that they're doing it on console, but the fact that why they're... Why they lie in the first why place? Why lie? In this day and age when people can mine shit out of your fucking, like... Like, stop. Stop lying. I, I just don't get it. Like, okay, nobody... There is not a single human being, I think, on this planet that would sit there and go, Oh, you're putting out World of Warcraft for the for the consoles? Oh, posh. Unsubscribe. You're, unsubscribe. You're yeah. a terrible monster. And all the shit things that Blizzard has done, that is not going to be the thing yeah, that people would, care about. It wouldn't even, it wouldn't yeah. even clock in, man. Like, <laughs> that wouldn't even be a problem. Nobody cares. In fact, I think most people would be, oh, yeah, this is great. Yeah, more people can play this game. This is phenomenal. Well, I mean, to a degree, because you know what's going to happen is that as soon as anyone with a console tries to do any kind of end game, they're going to be laughed out of every raid. <laughs> That's probably true, too, because they really can't. They probably couldn't. There, there's going to be people who are going to have con- con- console-based guilds because Otherwise, the PC people will be like, well, you keep standing in fire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not even standing in fire. It's just you can't do your rotation. Oh, you need this add-on because we all tell each other how to do stuff. I, I'm on a console. You Get the fuck out of here. Yeah, like that's the biggest thing is, is, is going to be mods. I mean, like standing in the fire thing is more of a ha-ha joke. But at the same time, it's like I, I don't think that your rotation is going to matter. I mean, World of Warcraft rotations are not difficult. You can bind that shit to a controller, no problem. Um, the biggest thing is just going to be that you don't have the fidelity that you would have yeah. on a computer, and they're going to expect you to have it. And here's the, But here's the thing that can potentially fuck World of Warcraft is if they dumb the game even further to make it so the console people don't fuck up. Yeah. Because as soon as they do that, all of their... Well, actually, I mean... Nobody has any game to go to at this point, so no. really it doesn't matter. No, I think their big problem will be, you're right, if they dumb it down or if people... Because right now, generally, if you're in a raider, and on a basic level, 
you're expected to have some type of deadly boss mods. Whether it's yeah. deadly boss mods or I forget the other one that I actually use. I forget it anymore. But uh, basically warning systems for bosses are doing shit. Sure, yeah. It also does more than that. It does some really complex stuff. Um, you, how, how are they going to do it? Because right now, people don't... There is an in-game chat system in WoW. Yeah. For audio. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Everyone just uses Discord. Yeah. So, okay, how do you expect Xbox players to communicate with everyone else? They're going to go, I'm on Xbox Live. We don't care. We're on Discord, dude. Get on Discord. Oh, I, I can't use Discord on Xbox. You have a phone. You're fine. Well, get a fucking... Yeah, exactly. Well, you're going to have to find other ways. That's, that's not going to last too long. No, I'm sure it'll be... Uh, third-party apps will probably be compatible with, with whatever comes next. Hopefully. For both PlayStation and Xbox. So, I have no problem with it. People can play it all they want. That's good for them. Yeah, I just I if, really if it's for leveling. Yeah, yeah. If if what I, what would be really cool is if you could play it on either one. You'd have to. It's an MMO. No, what I mean is not combined. I mean like you could you could um, play on your Xbox and then go. Okay, I'm done playing on the Xbox. Go to your computer yeah. and play the same. Character. That's how it should yeah, be. of course. It's, a, it it's an be. MMO. It has to be that way. Okay, everyone has to play on the same server structure. Yeah, yeah, but I'm just not, saying, they're not going to put up new servers that are just for consoles, are they? No, I'm not talking about servers necessarily. I'm talking about like. But, but that's what I'm saying though is that if you have a character, it doesn't matter what what your input is; it's always the same character. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. And I mean, like to be real, like Xbox One and Xbox Series X are going to be running on Microsoft frameworks. So, like, why couldn't they do that? It's no. the same as Windows 10. They could definitely pull it off. Yeah, I, I just find it funny that if it is true that they do end up releasing it for the consoles. Fuck you guys! You shouldn't. This is why. Like, it, I would actually piss me off more if they've yeah. been lying this whole time. I agree. And then said it. Then if they just be like, no, we're thinking. All they had to do was they like, we're not sure yet. You know, legal battles and things like that. Little legal discussions, but can't because they have to have a discussion with Microsoft where they say, listen, if we're gonna put it on in your console, you need to allow us to connect to our servers. And yeah. that could be a whole legal problem and everything yeah, like that. But that I mean, like, Microsoft yeah. may not want to open that up because that might allow other developers to then say, well, you can do it for them. We know the technology's there, so you can fucking do it. Yeah. So I understand that there's political stuff here. But if all they said was, listen, it may not happen. It may happen. We don't know. We're still trying to figure it out. If It feels like we're in this weird time right now where we have PR people from a couple generations ago that don't understand the mindset of today's gamer. Yeah. And that's honestly causing them so many issues. And the, it's kind of funny because I, I don't normally talk about generational shit. I brought it up now twice this episode, but like you're, you're starting now. I know. <laughs> but the thing is though that I, it's not even just that is that I've grown up with the industry and I see how things mold and I'm like, that's not up to date. That's not right. Yeah. And stuff like that. It's like when you grow up with an industry that did not exist prior to you starting to play it, like be within it and like you're able to track everything and it's like it's not hard to compare it to other industries i'm not a fucking scientist but i can look at things and see causality yeah it's like yeah absolutely i don't know it's just it's it there's so many times where i sit here i'm like as soon as i read something like that's not gonna go well (laughs) and we've seen this before sir and 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 i'm not gonna lie to you i am right 90 percent of the fucking time (laughs) uh if not more to be honest with you like it's it's just it's just you just know something when you know something. Yep. Yeah. You've seen it you've seen it five times before, three times before, and you go, if you can pull this off, good for you. But well, I don't see it happening. That's the thing, is like we're just tapped into our community. We know how our community is gonna react. Yeah. That's all it is. I, I personally think that um 
you're right. People are going to be a bit down on the console players because it's been such a they, they always will. Yeah, yeah. There will be a PC master race thing going on, which I think is unfortunate. If that's the truth, that yeah, you're right. But I mean, that it is the reality, though. Yeah, and the other one is I do believe that Blizzard didn't want to say yes or because sometimes, I, and this is something that does bother me with the internet. A game company will say we're looking into it. We're not sure. We're going to try. And the internet freaks out. And the internet goes, oh, that's a yes. You're like, no, that's... that's all they have to say is just, we don't have a comment at this time. Yeah, yeah. that's all they have they to say. They don't have to lie. Yeah. They just say, no, no, sir. Yeah, like the, no, just, sorry, Bob. All, all you have to do is be like, we'll let you know when we have an official announcement. Yeah. Just say that. Don't fucking lie about it. Just say, the, just sidestep the question. Because here's the thing. doesn't. That's the one thing I think a lot of companies don't realize. Is the internet is there, but... As angry as people get on the internet, they're not actually going to try and find you in real life. So, like, Most you don't time. you don't need to... Not unless you're really terrible. You have to be a fucking monster. Yeah, if you're a monster, then you're fucked. But that's that's true of everything. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, at the, when people get up in arms and start yelling and making a lot of noise, it's because you are capitulating to them. But the thing is, like, they don't actually have any control over the narrative when you are a company that controls the narrative. (laughs) So, like, so, like, when you start bobbing and weaving and nobody's throwing punches yet, you're gonna you're gonna walk into a fucking pole, like, yeah. like, <laughs> and you look so like, you look you look so pretty guilty. I like that analogy. That so like, good. stop fucking doing that. <laughs> you're just, needlessly moving in a boxing ring. No one else is in the ring. <laughs> just take the fucking idle stance and stay there. And then when it's time to go, then fucking go. Yeah, it's like good. Jesus. Just fucking t pose if you have to. Like God <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Very on point, Rob. Nice, nice gaming, gaming uh, lingo. Just, just annoying. <laughs> That's it for me. Cool, cool. Would well, I guess uh, we'll do just a, a quick rundown of the Microsoft showcase that just came out recently regarding Xbox Series X and what's coming up for software Xbox. from Microsoft for yeah the, the Xbox SEX, the sex box, if you will. And so what, what we'll do here is we'll just go announcement by announcement and you just give me your your immediate reaction of how excited you are by the news. <laughs> oh, so, it's gonna be really sad. <laughs> so, uh, so the first big announcement, of course, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven is finally coming to Xbox One on a scale of whole oh, that God, yeah, I'm erect to <laughs> um, disgust and filth. Okay. It's, yeah, it's yeah, no, like d- it. yeah, exactly. That's exactly my <laughs> yeah, yeah. my my response is. It's not a bad game. I'm not gonna dish on it and insult it and be like, "This game is terrible. It no. should never be anywhere." But I don't give a shit. I'm 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 happy for the people who follow that series. Personally, don't give a fuck. Move on. Yeah, I'd probably recommend playing it on Switch if you have a Nintendo Switch. So sure. my my preferred system played on anyway. Yep. So next announcement. Halo Infinite. So they released eight <laughs> minutes of gameplay. Oh, and and let me preface this oh, with... This, this has been an amazing l- time l- to be alive. Let me let oh. me preface this with people are comparing it to the same graphics as Halo 3. <laughs> okay. So oh, no, they no. are not excited. Yeah, so... I mean, th- that is a lot of memeing, is what that is. This is another... This is exactly what... This is a Blizzard issue. Well, this is what you're talking about. Because <laughs> yeah. they're, they're responding to it and they're shucking and jiving without just doing like... Well, yeah. it would probably be the right thing. Which is just so. fucking keep development, keep putting out stuff, yeah, yeah. and ignore the fucking right, public right. for now. Yeah. Because the thing is, like, they're too late in the development cycle to make changes. Yeah. yeah. So, like, don't try and make changes. Yeah. Just finish the fucking thing. This game thing. comes out in, like, four months. Yeah, because I'm going to be, <laughs> to be completely honest with you, it actually looks like it's probably going to be pretty good. Yeah. Um, And, I mean, graphically, 
Uh, Do you know why the graphics are low? I'm, I'm telling you because I, I think I know the answer. No, no, I, I already know the answer because they've because this has kind of come out, and but I'm interested to hear what you have to say. So let me know if this well, is the what, same what or not. Well, what Microsoft said is it's still a game in development. Which wrong answer? Wrong <laughs> yeah, answer. Yeah, that is a wrong but answer. If, if but if it's a game in that close of de- that close of development, you're not ready to show. Yeah, it's supposed it's, to go gold in like sixty it, days. Right. <laughs> so it's because they're trying to make it more like the original. But what they did was they were like, okay, well, obviously we're not going to use the same graphics. But what they did was they used the same palette because they oh, want to hearken people's memory back to that game thing. But that palette is too old now. We've yeah, moved is. on from that. Yeah, yeah. Because that color palette is a huge washout. Yeah. And yeah. when you play games, a lot you of grays see that. and yeah, and then all of a sudden neon blasts out of nowhere from yeah, like yeah. the Covenant. Yeah. Which was fantastic back in the day because we didn't know better. But now the we war do. hadn't come out. We weren't used to the knee high walls. Well, like, even all the gray knee high walls. Even like early Gears of War. Gear, current year Gears of War doesn't look like that anymore. No, it doesn't. It, it's no. moved. It's moved on. Yeah, it's true. But the that thing was is just that the generation, right? Yeah, and that's the thing is that it, exactly there was like a like a decade or so period where games all look like that. Yeah, they all look like that. Yeah, yeah. And so like no games look like that anymore. But all of a sudden, Halo Infinite looks exactly like that again. <laughs> and I'm like, you're obviously trying to play nostalgia, but you're fucking yourself. Well, people are all comparing it to like the Halo Three Forge. Yeah, like they're saying that's basically what the these maps thing. look well, what, like. What did, what did you think though? I, I, you're right. You know what? Having watched it, I didn't take that into account, Rob. And you are 100 percent right. The other reason is because it's more open world. Yeah, but who the fuck cares? I mean, like, uh, what, if it, the more open world you have, the less, the less resources you can put into high detailed assets. Not true if the game size itself is Remember, narrow. You still have to fit it on a fucking yeah, but at console. The sa- so well, no, that's not uh, all games that are not more completely open true. World not completely are true. Lower fidelity than games that no, are no, no, closed. No, no, no. Because here's the thing: you have to have a CD to install Red Dead. But as soon as you do, they say this game's unplayable until you patch it. I agree. And and actually, Red Dead did not have a full game on its discs. No, it didn't. No, game, no. I, want, I just want an no open game. world Halo game that all takes place on a Halo. That's the exactly what this is. Oh, I thought it took place in like different places. No, I'm, I'm basically uh, as far as I can see, it's pretty much all one. I mean, there, there might be some other place, but most of it's on a Halo. That's cool. I do think it is based on one Halo, but I think that there is, there's word there that's, might be some there's other gonna stuff. Be, there's going to be more stuff to there it. There might be, but so. they're focusing on it is mostly open world yeah. on a Halo, and it's supposed to kind of harken back more to uh, Combat Evolved. Which is the first? That's yes. great. Yes, that's great. That is what. It, that's that how is it should goal. be. That is their goal. They're trying to make it like the this first. This is game. sort of, as far as I can tell from all their marketing and their talk, the word they're saying is this is trying to be them saying this is what we kind of wanted to make with Combat Evolved. Yeah, but now we have the power to do it. And and totally different people. Yeah, totally. So we people. totally wanted to do that. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Exactly. Yeah, that's why I said it's all the talk. Uh, bullshit. Yeah. So bullshit. um, uh, at, yeah. So at the at the end of the day, though, I mean. They're also playing with fire because they have been using very interesting diction for it, too. Because they're like, yeah, it's open world. But technically, all of the Halos, to a degree, are open world. What? Yeah, to a degree. But they're not free roam. Yeah. Okay. There's a difference. Because you, you're saying you're dropped onto a big map you have to get from point A yeah, to point B. Sandbox. Yeah, they're not sandbox. They're not sandbox. Right. Saying. So that's the thing. Open world does not mean nonlinear. Yeah, I guess... Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, I see your statement. Open yeah. world means yeah. that you can, yeah, sure, you can take a left and go into X location, but does it matter? Yeah, I see what you're saying. So, mm-hmm. like, you want a good example of an open world game that is not a sandbox? Mafia 2. Amazing example of that, because it's very easy to tell. 
Because in Mafia 2, it's not like Grand Theft Auto where you can drive around, just shoot out the place and do a bunch of random shit. That doesn't exist. It's all a track story, but right. in an open world. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's a linear game within an open world. It's a linear game yeah. within an open world. Yeah. You know, you're right, Rob. That is actually a very uh, um, good My, my biggest uh, thing that I, with the industry right now is they're, they always use the wrong words. They do. Or to they describe don't use things. enough yeah. words. Or they, or they don't, yeah, or they, they miss uh, genre a game. Trying to, you know, trying to get that hit title. That right, hit, exactly. That but like, st- word. But that always fucks them in the end because you get the wrong people in your Yeah, game. so I would say like Breath of the Wild is probably sandbox. It's you know a, it's I mean? a free roam game. Yeah, yeah. Because, but yeah. you can do anything. You can like just play with anything. You're right, that, but you can you can free roam and you don't have to do things in order. Right. Right, so. Yeah, you well, don't have to do some, it in order. The main yes. story you have to do There, in order. There are certain things that are threshold. But no, the, the only thing points. you have to do in order is defeat some of the divine beasts before you defeat Ganon. You don't have to do that. You can go straight to Ganon. Sure, but that—that's—that's—that's that's, that's why, like, in my mind, it's like the ultimate certain... free roam. Yeah, but there are things like you can't get to certain parts of the story of learning of the. Like you can just go straight to defeating Ganon sure. if you want to. People have done it plenty of times, and that kind of is the whole story. That it kind of is the whole story. <laughs> but if you want to get like the the details of the stories of each of the characters, you have to go and perform things in a certain order. Yeah, you can't go out of order. It won't let you. Can you defeat Ganon and then go do things? Yeah. Well, no, not really. The game ends. Okay, that's that well, yeah, because you'll get a save point right before you defeat yeah. him. Right before you defeat him. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you, basically, where it goes. You can't really. No, I, I was just being a shitlord because I've never tried that. So I've never finished the game. You can, actually, but you get the credits, and then you start over, and you go back to your save it's point. Your save point. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Move on. So Obsidian is doing an, uh, a fantasy RPG called Avowed, um, which should be interesting. So yeah, I'm looking Obsidian. forward to learning a Probably little bit more good. about that. <laughs> so it's interesting, though, like just how much. Obsidian games look like what we perceive to be Bethesda games. Sure. You know why? And then Bethesda games are kind of moving away from that. Well, I know why. Well, I'll let you take this why. I, kn- okay. I know why. Go ahead and explain it for all the people listening. Oh, no, no. What do you think of this? So, because they originally started as Black Isle Studios, who made the original IPs that Bethesda now uses, and then they also made some of the games for Bethesda, yes. including yes. Fallout New Vegas. Uh, yeah. Fallout New Vegas is one of them, and the other big one is uh, Knights of the World Republic. Yep. yep. Yeah, yep, which is, right. both of those are considered the best versions of those oh, franchises. Oh, in those series, yeah. <laughs> mechanically, 2 was better. I actually like the story of 1 for Oh, yeah? Sure. Yeah. yeah, I can see that. I, I never played that. But me- so mechanically, 2 was superior. By well, far. that would actually play into uh, the stories in, like, Outer Worlds as well, because I thought Outer Worlds, the story was, it was, it was just so flimsy. Like, it just was not good. So I think I just got Outer Worlds in a Humble Bundle, so I'm going to play it at some point. Give it point. a shot. Fun, fun shooter. Like, fun shooter. Well, the, not much the, else to it. There's a lot of games now where I'm like... Uh, it's a game that I will play if I find it on sale. Yeah. Um, and I prioritize very few games nowadays mm-hmm. because it's just time. Um, I know, man. But we'll see if that. Changes. Oddly enough, we, when you played it, I was going to get it for my wife because she loves that Bethesda shit and Fallout shit. And then you were kind of like, eh. And then Horizon Zero Dawn got announced, and I went, okay. <laughs> you I know what on. I'm getting for her instead. Yeah. 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 Getting a, a good game. Yeah, yeah, so anyway, it looks like they did a cinematic trailer for Avowed, so there's not much else to it in terms of what the gameplay is going to be like, it's but it does Skyrim. look like a first-person... It's Skyrim. Yeah, Eve, Skyrim, it, 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 Eve. Skyrim. That, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's Obsidian. They rarely fuck up. It's going to be worth a watch. They saw how much people are eager for Elder Scrolls Six And decided to fucking usurp it. Yep. Yeah, smart. That's exactly it. Uh, that, here's the thing. They want to beat it to market. Why Bethesda holds the market for a free roam action RPG and nobody else has even come close to trying to like copy it. Why? Why has nobody else done it? Because Bethesda doesn't even do it good. No. Well Witcher Witcher 3 did it in third person but better. 
See, yeah, no, Witcher three no, is so, Witcher three is amazing. I don't. You guys don't have to like. I already. I'm aware. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm gonna a, stroke Cavill's dick uh, all over you. Uh, <laughs> You're gonna get Cavill's that mutated even, dick. <laughs> He's fucking projecting. Cavill's not even in that game. <laughs> Mut- mutant dick can't even impregnate you. It's true. Yeah. 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 You can just take it. He can't. He can't impregnate women. That's why he fucks all the wizards. He and can't no one cares. yet. Until some mutation happens within him, fucking the no, mutate. that's the whole shtick is that yeah. he can't, and the sorceresses can't. So he just fucks sorceresses. Anyway, on, on a side canon. note, after playing through virtually all of Witcher three, I'm still no closer to understanding how they become mutants. There's some like trial of the grasses they, no, that they happens, and mutants. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I, I get that, yeah. But then they like, but then they sleep, and like some don't make it through the sleep, and yeah. then some so do, they, and then they basically are like, okay, you, you're going to go through training as a kid yes. to learn basic mechanics, yes. And then at some point... When and a lot of those kids age, die. A lot, a lot of those kids, kids die. die. Well, yeah. that's because they also get your body to a certain point. Yeah, yeah so, they get your so, body to so, a certain point so, so, so you we can strength-wise. So you mutants. can survive the mutants. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And they want to get you a base level. Yeah. And then they're like, okay, so here's training. Go into this cave, fight a giant spider with no mutagens, <laughs> and there's five six-year-olds yeah. together. And that's what you have to do. Not all the six-year-olds come out of the cave. Yeah. Um, um, and then you come back and they're like, okay... Now drink this potions. Oh, jeez, I'll, I'll take some vodka. No, it's not vodka. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, okay, here's this potion. Now drink this one. Now drink this one. And they'll give you like five or six. Like yeah. it's, it's a whole process. Yeah, yeah. The exact process, I don't, I'm not, I don't think it's ever been like described to a T, but it's basically right. drink a bunch of fucking shit. Yeah. And yeah. I survive. And survive. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it's it's. I mean, it's the same as any other universe's super soldier program, like the Halo, the Halo program, oh, yeah, or the uh, Master Chief. Halo program is like a knockoff version of like the 40k program, which is like when they yeah. take somebody and make them into a space marine. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. The insane shit they do to them is is just like beyond nuts. And well, so, yeah. we're gonna need that in real life soon. You saw what's going on this week, right? Side sidebar here. Saw what's going on this week, right? So the That's Pentagon, people people who've been subcontracted by the Pentagon to study objects that, of unknown origin oh, yeah, 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 are releasing that. information about the UFOs that they've studied. Yeah. Basically basically saying that they're not of this earth. Yeah. Huh. They straight up said like these are things they, they they as far as I can tell the information can, they're giving can, out. Can can you guys fire me this at some point? Sure. Yeah, yeah. Then, like, as far yeah, as I can I tell their statements it. are basically listen, we were tasked for a while in our lives to not we like a decade yeah like for a years, long time yeah. like we're specialists in this field and we have studied objects that we have video of like military yeah. got video yeah. of that as far as we can tell do not follow our laws of known physics yeah nice. so yeah. they're going we don't know what the fuck it was right yeah they're not saying it's aliens but they're like i well no they're, they're saying they're saying off-world objects is yeah. what I think the terminology that's, they're using. That, that's a very good rebranding of that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. yeah, I mean, that's always so hard because it's it like... Is. It's not... Statistic, cons- statistically, that's like a mind-bender based on the math that we currently have of the universe. Right. But on top of that, it's like, why, and not everyone else knowing at this point, it's like the cover up is so massive, but this I don't know. It's this... not a. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a cover. I I legitimately think my problem is is my problem with that whole concept. This is why I don't like this kind of shit. Is there is no fucking way another species because you know the species doesn't live in our solar system. Right. They can't. Like I mean, they could. If they do, they're hiding from us. Why the fuck would if they can travel to here? Yeah. 
First of all, why are they hiding from us? Yeah. They could wipe us out. I, I mean, right. well, they could have, I mean, this is such an eye-rolling argument for me to make, but, like, they could have, like, a, the first contact protocol of, like, Starfleet. I guess they could. Yeah, you're right. Um, weird. But... I mean, it's an example, right? Like, there there could be stuff like that feasibly out there. Yeah, you're, you're right. Um, so If it's going to be there, it might as well be anything, right? You're right. You're absolutely right. But if they're going to travel all the way here, they're not going to travel here and, you know, like, okay, take take selfies with Earth and, yeah, yeah. and then leave. Do you want to learn all about us? <laughs> no, I mean, they're not, they're not going to offer that. <laughs> if there if there is a larger galactic community out there, it would be really funny if it's just, like, almost like tourists. Like, oh, hey, look at this planet. And then somebody contacts them, like, get the fuck off that no, planet. I, <laughs> I, I, suspect, I suspect, honestly, like, eventually we make a determination about these these objects in particular, like the ones that were in the, the, the videos that are now public yeah. from the Air Force, is that they're just uh, they're probes of some kind. That were sent here to study the Earth, but that, that but, would make sense. But, would, they, but the thing is, is I think they could actually be from an extinct civilization too. Maybe they maybe well, they like, spent light years. Okay, cool maybe they spent light years traveling well, here. Well, that's the thing, right? If the, if they're like von Neumann probes, yeah, right, yeah. then it would make sense, yeah. right? Um, but like if they're just like a bunch of aliens, like like Hollywood style on the bridge of a ship, and they come up to Earth, no, I don't think that that's happened. Yeah, no, a von Neumann probe, I think, is a hundred percent possible. Yeah, sure. And of an extinct species, sure. Yeah, Dude, because we we did the same thing with the Voyagers. We just like kicked them out into the well, solar yeah, but system. Saying, We're like, like see ya, and yeah, then now but, they're traveling out beyond the Oort cloud. So yeah, and, and and the thing is though that if there was an artificial intelligence on those drones, which makes them a von Neumann probe, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, then then yeah, we could totally be seeing interaction. But, totally. But at the same time, it's like I've. It's a batteries not included situation. If you remember that movie from the eighties, so there's there's two things that um, I don't necessarily think that that's what's going on for two reasons. I, don't get me wrong. There's so many variables here that there's I could too, be wrong. There's too, there's too much math. There's too much math. Too many variables. But as far as I can tell, there are two reasons why I don't necessarily believe that. One, I Oops. I'll be straight up and say I do believe that there are aliens, which is to say civilizations that are not us. Sure, out yeah, of the galaxy. somewhere. But, statistically but speaking, Fermi paradox. <laughs> but Fermi paradox. Statistically yeah. speaking, paradox, there is yeah. something out there likely. Likely. Well, we know of like 20,000 planets, and one of those is chock full of life. So now we're at about one in 20,000. Yeah, so exactly. To put, to put it we're probably less than that, but statistically. But even if there's one in every, even on the low number of that, you're still a shit ton of planets. Right. So, okay, there's definitely something out there. But there is a an expectation of how long evolution and development takes. Yeah. The expectation is that because of how long the galaxy formed and usable life came to be, the odds that there is a civilization that is so advanced that it is now also dead, therefore having these probes, is very slim. Or, alternatively, the th- but I mean, like the thing is, like that can't be true for for a couple of reasons. Like, not like that cannot be. Somebody goes, yeah, that's an answer I'm going to sit on because I can immediately go, yeah, but what if their culture's erratic? Then of course they could advance and then just die off randomly. You you like, couldn't the, have like, the that kind like, of technology without having some level of stability. Yeah, because no, the, that well, is not true. No, this is, that no, is this not is techno- true. This would be the technology of technically. This would be the technology of uh, at least uh, a second. Uh, what is it called? Uh, second tier, second level. Yeah, but uh, civilization. Tier two civilization. Yeah, that tier does, two civilization. That so this does is a not civilization that, stability though. But no, it doesn't guarantee stability. But it, it just has guarantees to guarantee at least a certain degree of. Uh, sta- stability, momentary stability, sure, sure, agreed. But like the thing is, and like, they could have sent out a million can, of them. They could advance, stagnate, and then culturally turn on each but other. What I mean, yeah, yeah. But what they, I mean is, the odds that you had a civilization that grew very quickly, right? Because it has to grow quickly in this grand scheme of evolution. No, it has to grow faster than us. 
by a large margin. But we could have grown really slow. And we, we also agree. and yeah. we also came into the show a lot later too. Potentially, no, we did not. Potentially, potentially. to compared to another race. Yeah, there could uh, not be. that late. But Dude, then the universe consider... is like 13 billion years old. But so chances consider... are we came in much later. Yeah. That'd be my guess. No, that's actually fairly young. No, no, because if you're if you're closer to the center of the galaxy, yeah, but there... things coalesce sooner. No. Well, the thing yeah. is that like coalesce, coalesce you have to get the, that probe the distance. So you're not just calculating the life of the civilization. True. You're calculating the distance in which it took to no, get. But to that us, doesn't mean anything. Plus the civilization. But that does not mean anything if they don't follow the same laws of physics, like the people were saying. They didn't follow the same laws of physics. That means that's that... a creature from another dimension. Then. Yeah. Could be. be. Could that, be. That, that, and that's a whole different argument. But, but that, once you include other no. dimensions, anything. Yeah, the, 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 all the, my math is. But, but I, there's par- there's infinite parallel universes. That means the likelihood of at least one of them figuring out how to send a probe to in, in, to another dimension but is probably once you pretty good. Different dimensions, all laws, yeah. like everything I could yeah, possibly yeah. argue but, is gone. Yeah. That, that that's such a that's that seems like such a stupid thing for a human to say. To say like. Oh, but that doesn't follow the laws, so it's clearly not from here. We know because that... we know the laws as we know them currently. Agreed. But that does not mean that the laws are always the same everywhere in the universe. We do know that. Well, we know they're at least and, the same and in our in our galaxy. A law is only a law until somebody breaks it. We know yep, that sure. our our concept of the speed of light and you know. Those are all Isaac, human concepts, though. I understand that, but we know yeah. that all of those, the numbers that made up to it, whatever you want to call the formula. Mathematically. Mathematically, yeah. that is all true to our observable universe. Fine. But but they've recently discovered the that neutrin- like, neutrinos can actually, uh, neutrino transference, they can they can disappear from one place and appear in a completely other place across the entire Earth, like across a huge distance. So there, so, there are so a lot there's, of things there's we new don't laws know. they're learning about yeah, now that, that don't make don't sense understand. to us. Yeah. The only thing that we have, is that, and I don't even know if it can actually go faster than light, the only thing that we're thinking could go faster than light I don't know whether we've actually proved it. I don't think we did. I think we we thought we proved it, and then mm. it turned out we were wrong. Like someone did something mm. wrong. Um, is um, entanglement? Yeah. Well, the neutrino reaction at a distance. Yeah, the neutrino did though, because it just disappeared in one place and appeared in another. Yes, I think you're talking about the one that went like something to do with France or something like that. Yeah, yeah. That was the one that that was actually false math. What they were fucking with uh, spooky action at a distance stuff, which is the entanglement. Okay. And they're like, holy shit, this thing went... I think it was neutral. They're like, this... I forget exactly the deal. This was so many years ago now. Yeah, yeah. We should find some current topics. Yeah, on yeah. But well, they haven't had anything new since then. But I remember reading at the time, everyone was like, oh my God, we found something that went faster than light. Holy yeah, yeah. shit, what it the fuck? It was a big and, deal. And it had it mass. It was a big deal. Yeah, they're like, yeah. holy shit, what the fuck? We blew our fucking minds. And then everyone was like, okay, hold on. All the math's not out yet. This was just like an initial thing. And then a few months later, it was like... Nah, was, did they make a determination that really didn't have mass or like what? Something like, okay. it wasn't as special as it sounded. That, okay, That's gotcha. all I remember. I got you. I came out that, out going, That eh. was the exception I was talking about. Yeah. So yeah, interesting. It, it interesting. came out that basically the answer was, eh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as special. things often are. So yeah, who knows, man? Like I, I think, so either we find out they're intergalactic probes or we find out they're probes made by... Uh, nation here on Earth somehow using some new kind of technology. Unlikely that an entire species, whether it's a probe or not, would show up and not interact in some way. In some way beyond well, maybe, fuzzy pictures. Well, I think I well, think they are. That, that could be the interaction, though. It could be here. It hits a scan and then fucks off. But I, I think I think they could be interacting because people have been reporting even in Canada over the last few months since a lot of people have been off work. 
Not, not a lot a to do. Lot of, Looking yeah. up at the sky, seeing things, and they're seeing a lot of things that are flashing lights at them, different colored lights. They're seeing things that, that, ah. that they've never seen before, right? And, and I think some of that is happening out there. It's just we don't we, we don't communicate like that, so we don't identify it like that. Yeah, I think it's hard. I, I think obviously it's hard to say, but I don't I do not believe that what we have seen so far is Zeno. life <laughs> or proof of life is Zeno. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Is Zeno. Yeah. I just don't believe that. Do I believe that there is something? Yes. I just don't believe it's what we've seen. Yeah, or it could just be from the underground alien-based civilizations that live here on Earth. Yeah. So it could, yeah. Be, <laughs> yeah. could be anything. So, but what if there was like a second civilization that inhabited the Earth? Just the inside. <laughs> like the locust. We probably would have noticed. Yeah. <laughs> um, not necessarily. Not unless they had technology that specifically hid themselves. Because we've, we've basically, we can tell... What's at every layer of the planet? The problem is, depth, depth. yeah, but we don't actively scan that shit. Yeah, we do. No, we Earthquakes don't. and everything. Scientists we monitor, are doing it constantly. No, we monitor vibrations stuff like that, but no. we don't scan pockets. Yeah, they they're doing that constantly. Scientists, I not mean, as, not as much as you think. But it could it could be a really finite civilization, or maybe it's only. And by the way, I'm not fucking somewhere. backing lizard people living underground. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just telling you that you're thinking yeah. that we are further ahead in that in no, that field than we are. I think we're for. I think we're far enough that we could find in a like. If we were we looking could find for a, it. a, a sizable, if we were looking for it, and we knew where to look. But what like, if the government's already like, found it and they're just covering it up because the, they're the ones who have the, the technology like, to find it? Whenever someone goes, "Oh, but we yeah. know everything about the planet," I'm like, "Not even fucking close." Yeah, I'm like, not close. O- like oceans. Period. Stop the argument. Like, yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> like, no. The thing right. is, like, I mean, I want to agree with where. No, like, you have a good point there. The ocean kind of does ruin my argument. You're yeah, right. like, like <laughs> could be deep under the ocean. There's yeah. a lot of simple stuff to point out and be like, yeah, but. And then at that point, like, okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, no, the ocean's like, we barely know what's in there. Like, you know what? Yeah, if we can barely figure out the ocean, we probably don't know. You, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. I, I every grant, every year, I, some new report about some new fish or creature yeah. that comes up from the depths, and people are just like, what the no, fuck I is this? No, I can see that one. Yeah. I can see that one. Congratulations, Alex. You got us on conspiracy theories, you old fucking. <laughs> I know you always truth, want that man. from us. It's the truth. It's happening. Anyway, so that's the end of the Xbox showcase, and uh, the rest was like Fable <laughs> and Forza. So there you go. Boom. Forza. Frozen. Vroom, vroom. I don't care. I played yeah. Meat. It was probably better. Uh, I know yeah. they are going to do Gears uh, Gears 5, Forza oh 4. God. They're going to redo a bunch of them for SEX sure. as well. Right, so. Whatever. I think Gears yeah. games are good. People like them, like them, move along. Yep. They're not yep. Call of Duty games. Who cares? How to argue better than. What if what if Gears <laughs> is just like a training program to prepare us for the Locust invasion that is actually going to happen? Yeah, because Locusts are from underground, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's where my mind went to for it. But That's uh, what I'm no, saying. Um, I always love that theory that go- a lot of governments have uh, subsidized uh, uh, games industry to teach people combat. Oh, oh no, yeah, oh, 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 such actually, a great I conspiracy theory. No, oh, I got this for you. Yeah, because technically, it does. Did you hear about the the Twitch streaming for them? What? the u.s military oh this will no. be great oh my god so last week two weeks ago something like that i forgot to put it on my list of news um so they the u.s army x amount of time ago built a uh, competitive um oh team. yeah yeah, yeah, like yeah league and call okay. of duty yeah yeah uh, mostly call of duty csgo mostly yeah, the, the combat the, the, games, their the wheelhouse games. stuff yeah yeah their wheelhouse stuff and so they and they they have these people you know go to competitions and they'll have them Twitch stream and stuff like that. And sure. Uh, very commonly, the strip Twitch stream would be like, "Join the army," you know, yeah. just you know some yeah. comments. I mean, it's, it's clearly it's, promoting. It's funded by the army. Obviously, going to promote by exactly. The army. Yeah, sure. But that's not so. They got quick kicked off Twitch, or at least they got banned for a short period. That's funny. So, 
Um, and they kind of stopped playing on Twitch because of it. So they didn't get banned permanently, but they kind of backed the fuck out. Yeah. So what happened was they put out a giveaway. And the giveaway was, go to this website, you have a chance to win an Xbox controller or whatever. Yeah. Like that. Sounds you, pretty you, sweet. You I'm win in. X free shit. Yeah, yeah, you win X free shit. It was an Xbox controller. You go to the website. First of all, it doesn't care about how age, how old you are. It doesn't ask. Okay, that's not good. <laughs> it immediately takes your information, name, address, you know, sure. all that fun jazz. Yeah. And then immediately links you up with a recruiter. That's fucked. The best part is smart though. Smart, but but fucked. First of all, nowhere in that during that process does it tell you the details of the giveaway. Thing so it, the giveaway may not actually be real. That's funny. Yep. Um, nowhere does it say, "Hey, you've been put in." Here's your, you know what I mean. Yeah. Second of all, it also if you're an underaged, you're putting in underage information, which in the United States it is Ill- and in Canada it is illegal yeah, to but... take information of uh, minors. So th- this. So is... they were literally breaking the law. The military yeah. was literally yeah, breaking the law on but... two accounts. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the, the, so the same argument I've had with people like over the recent shit because America is like a wildfire right now. Yeah. Um is that at the end of the day, that's the federal government who's going to stop them. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Obviously, Twitch does. So Yeah, no, they won't, though. The th- Twitch will stop them from being on there, oh, but yeah, Twitch yeah. cannot stop no, them. No, no. So I guess what happened <laughs> was basically Twitch gave them a ban because the giveaway was just... Heresy. No, it was heresy. No, sorry, not heresy. I was sorry. Hearsay. Hearsay. The hearsay. Yeah. The hearsay. Hearsy. That's much better. That's yeah, it was that. better. Uh, because it just wasn't legit. <laughs> sure. Or at least didn't follow protocols. So they, they originally gave him like a short ban for that. And then what happened was people, because they were kind of pissed off at, oh, and people started asking, um, the other part was people started asking on the Twitch stream, like, hey, about war crimes, basically, that the United States military has committed. Oh, of course. And they're, yeah. you know, poking the bear, right? Uh, yeah. Like, it's the internet. Sure. Yeah. And then, the, but the military was um banning those people and twitch basically said sorry free speech motherfucker you can't mm. do that that's interesting coming from twitch but go on yeah i know they, <laughs> they couldn't they weren't allowed to ban someone for saying something like that. they weren't swearing they weren't breaking any twitch guidelines yeah which was swearing um sure they weren't threatening people they were just asking questions yeah and the military was banning them so they weren't allowed to do that uh so they got banned they got hit for that and then so people started playing a game in their in the Discord as well, because obviously they have a Twitch, they have a Discord. Yeah. Which was their their uh speed runs to how long you can get how fast how fast you can get banned by the military. Amazing. On Discord. So it's it was too a, easy though. It was too easy. So it was this huge game. It turned into this huge fucking nightmare. And basically they went, Okay, we're we're backing out. Military just backed out. They it was way too much bad PR. Wow, so they pulled the Vietnam, eh? They pulled <laughs> Oh, yikes. Oh, oh boy. Whoa, <laughs> we went there. Not nice. Enough, not enough helicopter sales, I guess. <laughs> wow. Sorry, that's too accurate. Let's just fuck gloss over that. <laughs> nice, Rob. Nice. I don't feel like I'm necessarily the worst today. Uh, I'm sorry. I'm still still, still angry about the Avro Arrow. Keep moving. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, there you go. Wow, man. Wow. But that's the world we live in. So this this episode got crazy deep, guys. This yeah, <laughs> playing and watching. All right, can we go? Yeah, yeah. Do, let's do playing and watching. I'll probably hold off because I've already talked about uh, uh, Sekiro. God damn it! Sure. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. Ghost of Tsushima. And uh, you guys can just take it away from here, and then and then we'll go ahead and end it because this will be over two and a half hours. This Holy episode. shit! So right, once so it's all said and done. All right. So I'll give you a quick review because the only real game that I've been playing is uh, Paper Mario uh, Origami King. Yeah. 
And uh, so most people think of paper as a flimsy, easily foldable thing. But to cut right into it, I can say Paper Mario oh is God. more like a mountain built from a deck of cards, less likely to topple than Kevin Spacey's career. The concept of paper bending into many shapes and even mechanical movements in the form of origami is a great analogy for this game. It seems less like normal lined paper where you only write stuff about boring business meetings and more like a bunch of little pieces of art comfortably interacting and each giving you slight joys that add up to a fun painting. Every joint of this folded game makes you smile. From the witty dialogue, my personal favorite, to the main series Mario-like platforming in the open world. This game is edged with a lightheartedness and adult fun. Origami King has both simple, simple jokes such as rocket pencils to deep thoughts about what makes a person, such as pointing out the sad notion that the same villain who tries to kill you with pencil rockets also creates such beautiful art, and having defeated him means no more of his art. I downloaded the game because I was playing near Automata and was getting bored by its gray, lifeless aesthetic, where I run around constantly and every so often get a brief, exciting battle. In contrast, just running around and interacting with the full-of-life colored world of Paper Mario was the fun, and the combat was a great way to fill the page for a moment. My favorite games nowadays are those where my wife and I just sit on couch and laugh for hours, and I can tell you, we ourselves have folded over in joy. <laughs> oh my god. I get, I'm not even going to comment on it. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a great game, honestly. It is so much more fun than I ever thought possible. And they are just, even, even in comparison to all the other Mario games, they just, it feels, it very feels very meta. Yeah. They don't seem to care. All, I don't want to say they don't care, because they clearly care, but they don't care about, like, consistent narrative. You have characters that you fucking care for. There's a character that you meet in, like, the second part of it, uh, which is a bomb mom. Yeah. That what happens is his name is bomb mom. And he's like, Hey, he introduces himself as bomb mom, but bomb mom, but your companion that you're with a uh, little folded character keeps messing up his name throughout the first little portion of meeting him. Yeah. And keeps fucking it up. And eventually they just sort of settle on Bob. Nice. His name just becomes Bob. Yeah. And it just, it happens naturally. You don't even notice it happen. <laughs> Um, you kind of do, but in like a calm, like collective way. And eventually, you just call him Bob. You, yeah. you as a player, just start calling him Bob. And when he disappears from the story, I shit you not, I have never cared more for a round black circle. Yeah, it's crazy. That's awesome. Um, and then they do things where they just irreverent to the world, like it's very breaking the fourth wall. Yeah. Um, where. You have like there's eventually like a Wind Waker style. You get to a certain point like, where it's just a vast ocean yeah. with a ship, and there's this huge fog for the most first half of the game that's blocking you. Yeah, and it, the only way to stop the fog, you have to go to the shrine, right. go through this action, and it it's like oh this is connected to getting rid of the fog. Yeah, the Deus Ex Machina. Deus Ex Machina, yeah. and it's so bad. They're like hey you need to blow away the fog or something like that, and you do this action, you do the shrine, and literally a giant circulating fan rises up from the water, amazing, and blows the fog away. That's great. So that gives you a very strong idea. Is this game does does not take itself too seriously. Does not take itself too seriously. You fight a box of pencils as a boss. I mean, you're a fucking paper character. So. You're a paper character. It is phenomenal. The weakest part of it is the combat part of it, but I still enjoy it. It's just it gets a little dry. If you if you do it too often, like in a row, which does happen sometimes, you're like, I'm, I'm fucking done with this part. But 
it's good as like a every once in a while. Is there a boss in it that is an eraser, and if they erase one of Mario's eyes, it fucks up your UI? Okay, so <laughs> I don't know about that yet. I think there might be an eraser in there somewhere. Okay, but what I have come across is a hole punch. Yeah. So you you're meeting these like toads that all yeah. have their faces punched out. That's funny. As you're interacting with them, and then you realize the boss is a hole punch. Yeah. In the middle of the fight with him, he hole punches you, and when he does that, it takes away. It doesn't fuck with your eye, but it does take away your max health. So your max that's health funny. goes down, yeah, yeah. and then you have to regain it and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't think there's anything that's fucked with your UI yet, but I don't put it against them. Yeah, that no, was just a fun little idea I thought of. Yeah. Um, but no, that's good. So like, that's that's what I've been playing. Um, that's my main focus right now. Uh, obviously, I picked up Vermintide too. I haven't quite played it really all that much yet. Yeah, we discussed it a bit, but uh, mm-hmm. no, that's pretty much it. Is Paper Mario? Cool. Yeah, no. Uh, for me, um, just doing some more testing in Warhammer, I've been realizing there's been a lot of stuff that I've been uh, missing out on. So I've been kind of going back and playing uh, small things here and there. You gentlemen, wrap up when you're done. I have an emergency <laughs> to take care of. So. Oh shit! That bad, eh? <laughs> oh, dude, it's oof. Of course, tonight when we're recording. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Keep going. Uh, no, but uh, uh, so anyway, shit, I didn't even remember what I was talking about. What was I saying? Um, you were talking about you were going back to about Warhammer things you. Oh missed. yeah, playing uh, so Total War, Warhammer. Oh yeah, um, Total Warhammer. Uh, so learning, learning a few uh new things about certain races like different kinds of like weird mechanics that you can kind of pull off oh nice uh within the fight because of certain the way that certain units like act in the in the combat phase yes yeah in the combat phase nice so that's been kind of neat i've been learning new things there um then uh what else have i been doing uh so right i've been playing the kojima game uh, i talk about it a bit in the th- in the uh thing to follow this so i'll just kind of give a quick overview mm-hmm. um really really good game uh death stranding um is there more to it than just carrying stuff from one side to 100 percent. yeah mechanically more i know there's a lot of yeah. story so there's a story and the the game is all based around couriering stuff so you're going to do that mm-hmm. um but is there more to it than that yes and are you walking the majority of the time no actually um but if, after you get to like the second area it's pretty much vehicles Got for the it. for the majority of it. Now, don't get me wrong. I think that being on foot, you have so much better terrain negotiation that using a vehicle doesn't make a lot of sense in certain areas hmm, because okay. it's too rocky, stuff like that. Like the area's just been destroyed. But the game ultimately comes around to your connectivity with the other players and their and their experience in the game. And the whole purpose of the game, story wise, it feels like at least the whole theme is like connecting with other people to make something greater so than the one. So there's a mechanical one. thing where you connect to other players. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there is. And that's a it's almost a part of the main story's concept. Think of it like um you know how Dark Souls there's like souls that will show you like oh hey this is how they died stuff mm-hmm. like that. There's a lot of things like that where somebody puts on like a ladder to get across a river, that ladder can randomly spawn in other people's worlds oh, stuff okay. like that. So there's a lot of things like that. And if you like somebody because they've done a bunch of good things, you can actually like make what's called like a strand contract with them so that their shit spawns in your world more often and your shit spawns in theirs oh, if, nice. they, if, okay. they, if they do it back to you so of course me and my friends have like totally All broken in. that yeah so we've yeah there's it's randomization but like there's certain areas that are just not high population so you can like swamp those areas with like items stuff like that to help find, your friends out yeah, type to, of thing. yeah and to find them faster That's good. so like we've done a lot of that um and it's neat to just like rebuilding roads so that you can use vehicles in certain areas better oh you do rebuild the roads oh yeah, it's fun 
There's a lot of fun stuff in that game. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think it's a game I will ever play, mostly because I do not play his games. That's fine. And that's fair. And uh, the one thing is like, oh, someone's like, oh, I really don't like fetch quests. I'm like, yeah, but that's like saying you don't like action games because you play Goldeneye. Uh, yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Death Stranding takes the mechanics of what it does, which is effectively a fetch quest, and makes it like the best fetch quest you sure. could possibly ever go. And it's super enjoyable. It really is. And that's what I've heard. As much as everyone describes it the same but I feel like the way they describe it does not do it justice. No, they don't. Because everyone's like, it's amazing. All you do is walk around. I'm like, yeah. And that's why I everyone, don't think you're describing and, this very and, well. And that's why everyone memes about it. They're like, oh, it's just a walking simulator. It's like, well, first off, that's not accurate because, like, I can tell you from chapter two on, you're like, I know, like, my friend never walks. He's like, I, he's like, I haven't walked in so long. Aside from getting out of a vehicle to get a new one, <laughs> I'm like, fair enough. Um, and uh, and there's just there's so much to the game that people don't realize. And yeah, it's Kojima. Yeah, it's weird as shit. But like, if you get over it, it's such a unique game that you just you haven't played anything like it before. So like to say like, oh, I know what that game's like is like you don't though, because nothing else has ever come out like that. Yeah, fair enough. Because like, there's always a game that eventually does something unique. And while this game on a premise level does not look unique there is some magic behind the numbers it's and got i can't kojima uniqueness it does and i think that that should be celebrated nice um outside of that i still uh, think you should play witcher first sure and i'm gonna play it soon i will ish um <laughs> carrion also came out which is out you for the switch the as well you play as the monster it's the reverse horror game i cannot uh overstate how good this game is Especially at the price point, it's like I've seen a lot of good stuff about it. It's it's so good, dude. It's yeah. so good. It is um, it's uh, it's not Hollow Knight, but in, in like the sense that it's a three D platformer or sorry, two D platformer, but uh, it is its own game for okay. sure. So like, I, I would never compare it to anything else because I don't think there's anything else. No, I looked at it. it and I tried to think about what other games I could match it to, and there's not really any. That doesn't. There's one or two games, but they're not the same style. Yeah, and like doesn't quite fit. No, which no. is good. I like when games no, yeah, come out like that. Yeah, it's unique, and it, I mean, Devolver Digital production. So oh yeah, they great. have good history. Yeah, um, they always have good developers under their belt. Um, outside of that, uh, watching Harley Quinn. Oh, you're finally watching that, Oh, eh? my God. It's so good. It's amazing. I'm going through the second season right now. Oh, it's the shit. Yeah, it's... <laughs> it's so it's just so good. I want to talk about, about it with Alex, but he can just hear about it on the recording now. Yeah. So, uh, either way, I think that wraps it up then. Yep. So, uh, I guess Alex is not here to say goodbye, so Alex is... Yeah, Alex had an emergency. I don't know whether it's kid poop or not. Yeah, I don't think it is. It seemed like it was serious. So, let's, let's, let's leave it at that, I guess. Uh... Well, thank you for joining us for episode 98. Yep. This is Adam signing off. Levy and Adam signing off. I've, you know, we're signing off. And uh, yeah, I'm Alex. Thanks. Bye. <laughs> and uh, Rob. Thanks for listening. <laughs> <laughs>